All right, let's just get right into it, I suppose. <clears throat> welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, this is the very first episode of Where Was I Going With This? Hosted by Frank Jackson, that's yours truly. Um, what a debut episode. My brother thinks he's here to record a test episode, and actually this is going to be the very first episode of the podcast. So <laughs> we're going to go live with it. Who better to start it off than uh, my younger bro? Uh, we're going to talk about just about anything. Um uh, definitely our interests happen to be sports, uh, NFL and NBA in particular. Um, so we also enjoy, of course, video games. We, we love to play video games and, uh, we definitely love comic books. And, uh, I think our first topic this week is going to be the topic of Stanley's untimely passing. Um, the world's definitely going to miss him. Uh, he is a great man who's done great things for a lot of adults who still, uh, find a piece of their childhood in his art and in his craft. Um, how did you take the news, actually, when you found out? Where were you? Uh, I was at work, man, when I found out. And actually, somebody told me. It was kind of crazy because <clears throat> I've known that dude since I was growing up, man. Comics all when I, all through my childhood grew up on that stuff. Spider-Man, favorite, favorite superhero of all time. It's just crazy to, crazy to think that he's gone, but 95 years, man. Long life, long life for sure. That's for true, sure. I agree. That, that is a long, uh, healthy life and uh, the length of a life that some of us dream to be able to live 95 years young. Um, and he was definitely young in his 95 years. That that man got to live the life uh, we will only ever be able to fantasize about in, in the yeah. sheer mention of just the ability to live out dreams and create characters that you know are just so fun to... Um, to follow and to read about. And, and the best thing I liked about Stanley especially is, you know, he wrote about superheroes. He wrote about people that were gifted and had powers and right. based off exper uh, experiments and things like that. And it it seems like, uh, you know, the biggest thing about Stanley is he really wanted to make those people still human and as relatable as they possibly could be considering you know they had claws coming out of their hands and a skeleton made of metal <laughs> or um you know things like that where at the end of the day it was very much about you know who really were these people and what made them tick it wasn't necessarily oh this guy just has superpowers so his life is wonderful and right. and magical and everything goes you know right for this person i mean you know some you know somebody like spider-man where it's like you know He's trying to balance being able to go to school right. while still making sure that, you know, he can be a superhero. Um, for sure, for I'm sure. sure he's one of your favorite um, superheroes. And I think he was also Stan Lee's favorite superhero that that he's created. But what are your um, maybe some of your favorite Marvel characters that you like that maybe aren't so mainstream? Mm, good question. I'd have to say uh, probably if we got into like the X-Men area, we'd I'd have to go with like... Um, like a Iceman or a Nightcrawler. Okay. Um, but, I think Nightcrawler is always has a bit of a, a cult following almost. Yeah. As weird as that sounds <laughs> like Nightcrawler, obviously, right. in the way that he looks. And right. you know, he looks like a devil and yeah, things exactly. like that. So, yeah, I think that's kind of funny. I think he yeah. does definitely have a cult following. Yeah, not everybody vibes to him, but I, thought, I always thought he was cool because that teleport power is... Oh, it's unbelievable. Best, you know what I mean? That's one of the best ones. And the coolest thing about about him with that is the way that they use that power in Days of Future Past. I thought that was pretty awesome how he was jumping in and grabbing people and then oh, jumping yes. back out with yes. them basically to save them from, you know, the attacks and from the sentinels and right. things like that. That that was 
that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I think one of my favorite X Men characters is probably Gambit, low key. Oh yeah, I think yeah. Gambit, Gambit is, is yeah, Gambit is cool. Man. I think he's been portrayed really badly in the movies. I think he was only <laughs> in X Men Origins, right. uh, Wolverine. I, I don't think he's he was portrayed as well in that movie as no, he could not be. At all. Um, not at all. I definitely hope that there's room for him, and I'm excited that now he's under the Marvel umbrella as a character because they've got X Men now. Right. So I hope that they'll be able to use him. I think that that could be pretty cool. I mean, he's got a staff. He can throw cards because exactly. he can charge him up and things like that. So I think he's a pretty cool character. Yeah, for sure. He is cool, man. I like him. Uh, Quicksilver, that's another one, which I didn't like how they did him in uh, in the Marvel Universe, surprisingly. Okay, Age of Ultron? Yes, I did not like him in that one. But in the X-Men movies, though... Um, they knocked it out of the park. I thought he was good. Yeah, they knocked How, it out of the park. However, I did like the casting of Aaron Taylor Johnson, I think is who it was. The guy from Kick-Ass is right. who played it in the Age of Ultron. I thought the casting of him was kind of cool, um, and I thought he was decent at the role. I wasn't really convinced that of the accent. I didn't think the accent was very nah. good. <laughs> but um, I, I, I still liked the casting of the person, his physique. Um, the way that Fox did him... Yeah, it was Fox, yeah. ...was... Almost too much of a caricature at times, though, yeah. where it was like he was he was more so having fun with the fact that he ran fast instead of um, in it seemed more as if Quicksilver was a little bit more upset about, um, you know, the fact that he's got this mutant father that he doesn't really know. And, right, right. Um, you know, and then it was like, of course, it's also a little bit different when you're writing a story arc where that doesn't involve his sister. Yeah, yeah, that was different. Because they didn't yeah. have him in the Fox when she was just a little girl, right? right? Right. Okay, so she didn't have like any powers that they knew of. No, if exactly. I remember correctly. No. Well, no, no, no. When they were in the, I'm trying to think because in the Fox one, didn't they allude to him then when Wolverine went into that? Right. That's and what she I was, was doing to something in the room. I thought. See, and it's hard because you get them confused. Get between them confused the between the two between movies. The two movies. But... Exactly. But I think that that was an okay portraying, considering the 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 overall like arcing and the overall yeah. mood of that movie. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a it was a much needed kind of um, not not so much comic relief, but a much needed lightening of the mood right. uh, at a time when I think that movie really needed it. Because yeah, the sure. Fox X Men movies, when they rebooted the series with uh, beginning with X Men First Class, First Class, I yeah. thought that every movie after that was really really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I definitely liked First Class. I really liked the way that they did the origin story kind of for Professor X with right, right. getting that ricochet off and you know it hitting right. him in the spine. I thought it was really realistic and yet yeah, for sure. believable all at the same time. And, um, and so I thought that that was pretty cool. And I don't think they've missed... Um, although I haven't seen Deadpool 2. I know Deadpool obviously has become now a pretty popular Marvel yeah. character uh, with the release of the two movies. You've seen the second one. I have seen it. What's your opinion it. on it? Uh, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was hilarious, man. The, there, it's a good humor. Um, it's a little over the top at times. See, and that's what I worried with, about with those movies. Before I but saw you it. have to go in, into it thinking like, all right, it's a movie that's supposed to be over the top in the sense right. of the of, of the humor in it. But uh, I liked it a lot, man. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I liked the. I liked both of them so far. The story is okay in a sense, but the jokes and how they wrote it and then Ryan Ryan Reynolds doing the mm -hmm. doing the main job is is great so far so i think they're doing well with that one i just hope they do more with it because the way that it is right now they can't really 
Do you think that he would be better suited at some point in time cameoing in another Marvel like franchised movie? Because right. I mean, he does factor in. Obviously, I think X Factor is what right. he brings into the universe in the second movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's exactly obviously, at some point in time, you know that Wolverine was involved in X Force. Exactly. So I wonder if they're going to try to play it into that somehow. That's somehow. what I'm a little worried about, though. You know, are they going to do that? Who are they going to get to play Wolverine, though, man, going forward? Like, no more Hugh Jackman. I mean, unless they bring him back, but... I think that at this point in time... You have a 60-year-old Wolverine. It's true. It's true. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean? At a certain point, you got to look somewhere else, I think. But where do they go from here? Because if you think about it right now, they have the X-Men Dark Phoenix that's about to come out next year, which looks really good. That's the story arc about uh, Jean Grey and getting the Phoenix Force yeah, inside of her. because that was after the... What was the one that just Apocalypse. came out? Apocalypse. Yeah, they, right. they defeated Apocalypse, and, and I think at that moment Phoenix is when they that. realized that... Because yeah. I guess the Phoenix is supposed to be some type of energy that is drawn to her, and oh, so therefore okay. it gets into her, but it starts to turn take her. Take over and Yeah, and kind of take gotcha. over, because it's a very controlling um, power. Yeah, gotcha. Um, Overpowers the mind. In the yeah, so I think that there's a chance for maybe a new Wolverine to enter the scene as a younger yeah. version of himself. That's what I'm thinking, uh, yeah. Because the way that they did do Days of Future Past is it did kind of, you know, he was time traveling. Right. So it did kind of leave the opportunity for... Something else to happen. There to exist a younger Logan that maybe you just didn't come across True. in that world for True. whatever reason. Um, which is kind of weird because you'd think, you know, why would you pass up an opportunity to have like two Wolverines in one movie? Like, right. That's pretty exactly. devastating damage-wise. But um, they probably <laughs> wouldn't get crazy. along because they're too much alike. Um, yeah, so so Marvel definitely took a hit. Although it is, you know, I feel like it's in good hands. Um, Disney, oh, sure. Disney definitely knows what they're doing with Marvel. I don't think Disney knows what they're doing with Star Wars, but they know <laughs> what they're doing with Marvel. Um, I mean, that's a topic right there. Blue milk. That's all I can think of. Is, you know, blue milk. Like you drank blue milk from the teat of a wild animal. Like, <laughs> That just, like some <laughs> wild alien blue animal. That what just really that? blew my mind. Like I'm sitting in a movie theater and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> what he's is sitting that? here literally drinking fucking blue milk from, and then like they had the whole milk mustache and everything. Like I thought he was about to drop like a fucking uh. <laughs> dairy commercial right here in the middle of a fucking Star Wars movie. I couldn't believe that, man, but. And then they made him like a, like a whiny little bitch. Oh, like, exactly. Like exactly. he was like like some bitter like, like he kind of reminded me like of Henry Winkler's character in The Water Boy, just like right. this defeated like <laughs> dude who like, you know, like he had no confidence no. in himself, and exactly. I don't ever really imagine that Luke Skywalker would ever come across as somebody who's defeated like, like that. that? No, not just, at all. That's not what I was expecting. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really buy that. I, I didn't like that. that. Um, no. I think that they could have done a lot of things different with that franchise, but Marvel, I'll give it to them. They're, they're doing a good job with Marvel. Oh, for sure, man. Disney taking over the world when it comes to <laughs> all movies, it seems like. That's for sure. So, uh, here's another topic to get off on something else. How about um, them Ravens? <laughs> yeah, so, um, so my brother Devin... Um, is a avid Bengals fan and so it makes for an interesting dynamic twice a year in my household sometimes three times a year if our teams can ever get their shit together and actually make the playoffs yes. again um 
Not that it matters because Dalton likes to give out the <laughs> gifts come December. Every, every year. Those picks. It seems like it, honestly. And right now, I don't think the tight, or the Texans are a team that they would want to play again this nah. year <laughs> uh, with Deshaun Watson. But uh, what do you... Clowny, man. Obviously, we didn't get the game yesterday. Um, I had to watch highlights on YouTube today at work. But uh, what did you think or did you see any highlights from the game? I've not seen any highlights, actually. Okay. I was at the gym... Uh, yesterday morning when the games were going on, but they did not have that game on, sadly. Figures. I was watching the, uh, God, who was playing in the morning on the main main TV here? Um, I'm trying to think who it was. Well, you had the Cardinals in Oakland in the afternoon, right? Right, but there was a morning game. Was it the Skins? Was it was the Redskins it? game? It might have been. I thought I was watching the. Was it the Bears? No, the Bears Vikings? was last night. Was that last? That night? That was a Sunday night game. Oh, okay, yeah. that was a Sunday night game. Yeah, okay. so I imagine that it was. Uh, it was one game. Or was it I the Cowboys watching. game? That's what it was. Yes, the that's Cowboys what it was. Game. The figures because we live in Arizona yeah, and exactly. we always get stuck watching fucking Cowboys. Half the state is Cowboys fans. <clears throat> or Raiders fans. <clears throat> yeah, that's or Steelers too. fans. It's wow, like geez. we split up into three groups and I they all to- suck. About them Raiders, man. Smack the Cardinals. Hey, <laughs> last minute, Last too. minute last field goal minute like that. Hey, Patrick Peterson got beat. Man, Patrick Peterson is TD. getting beat on he got beat. multiple, multiple, multiple times this year, it seems like. But where I was going with the Bengals game, though, is uh, Lamar Jackson rushed 27 times yesterday. I saw that. I saw for that. For 117 yards. I saw that. How do you think he's ever going to survive as a quarterback in the NFL if he's running 27 times a game? He will not. He will no, be. he will definitely not. I agree to that. <laughs> he won't, last, no he won't last the rest of this year if they have him running like that, honestly. No, and quite honestly, the Bengals' defense was a good defense for him to run 27 times right, on exactly. because they were very porous. And a lot of times, they had three-man fronts. I mean, when you, you watch a highlight, uh, if you go watch the highlights, they go a four-man rush, and both – D tackles go outside. The DNs go outside, and they are running a quarterback draw, a written-up quarterback draw. So they literally go outside. The The center drops and takes two steps back, realizes there's nobody to block, and just starts running downfield, and Lamar Jackson just follows him. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) for me, I think that's perfect. He did. He did throw a pick. He did not throw a touchdown. Nope. Um, but he did rush for a touchdown, and he did rush for 117 yards on 27 carries as Kareem I mean, Hunt takes it into the end zone. Um, honestly, that's do you a, think that they should run with Joe Flacco for the remainder of the year? Negative. I say you go full on Lamar Jackson. Why not? Why not? Okay, so you're saying stick with Lamar yeah, Jackson. Yeah, why not? Why not? Give the man a couple more, at least one more game under his belt. If he can't get. Some type of throwing game going in the next game, then you go back to Joe Flacco for the rest of the year. But honestly, but I mean, has Joe Flacco been able to get a throwing game that's going? The, that's the thing. And, and the thing about you know it is, I mean? is, if Joe Flacco doesn't have a throwing game, he definitely doesn't have the rushing game. Not at all. Not at all. Because so, he doesn't have the ability to take off and run. No, he doesn't. And that's the thing Lamar Jackson can do is he can take off and run, and that would be great for them. But. We'll see. I mean, I would at least run with him one more game just to see what the man's got. Well, and and the biggest reason why I think they should go with him for a second game is if you really think you're going to make an opportunity to make a run at a wild card spot, you're going to need a healthy Joe Flacco. 
Right. Because you're not going to trust a rookie quarterback in a playoff situation if you have a proven Super Bowl winning quarterback right. who's gone 11 TDs and no picks in a Super Bowl run. Right. You know what I mean? Back in 2012. So why not play Lamar Jackson again and let Joe Flacco the opportunity to get healthy? And the reason why I say this is because the next opponent is the Oakland Raiders. Oh, that's definitely a Lamar Jackson start. I mean, you're talking better, about a team who, who, can't, who can't rush the quarterback. Exactly. I mean, they, they rushed the quarterback against the Arizona Cardinals offensive line. But and, I, and I don't even know if they came up with one, maybe two sacks against the Cardinals. Right. Baltimore's offensive line is much better much than better Arizona's than offensive line. So at that moment in time, you realize he's going to have some time in the pocket. For sure. You know, I mean, the Bengals still do have some nice D tackles on that line. Right. They just don't have much for their linebacking core right now. They exactly. really don't. I mean, yeah. Perfect, although he's healthy right now, is not having he's not a very playing. good year. Yeah, he's not no, playing. He's not, he's not having to a very that good top year, caliber so. like he was. And Oakland, in my opinion, is even worse than that in their linebacking core. They no longer have Bruce Irving. They no longer have Khalil Mack. True. They True. don't really have a, a, um, a stud defensive lineman at this moment in time either. Right. They got decent pressure on Arizona, but I think I think Arizona's defense is really what cost them the game against Oakland. So therefore, why not play Lamar Jackson one more week against against the, the Oakland Raiders, the Raiders? The, arguably the worst team in football, next to the Arizona Cardinals at this moment in time? Exactly. Um, exactly. Why, why not play him against them? You right, know, exactly. why not test those corners with John See what Brown he can do. and Willie Sneed and Michael Crabtree See what he can do, and man. Mark Andrews, that rookie tight end out of Oklahoma who's playing really, really well exactly. uh, for Baltimore? And I think that that would be an opportunity for him to show off his arm right and show off his passing game against a team where he's not really going to face a lot of pressure no so the only thing they're going to be able to do is try to drop back and make him confused and when that happens he's going to end up opening up running lanes based on his protection is going to be able to make the ball move as soon as he can get some of those linebackers to start creeping up expecting a run or they start to play with 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 a spy on him now all of a sudden you're going to be able to bring some crossing routes in right you know what i mean and at that moment you're going to move the spy to wherever side you're going because he's following you you're going to open windows for yourself and at that moment you're going to be able to pick them apart so i quite honestly think that they should go with lamar jackson for just one more week the biggest thing is too is baltimore sits at five and five now Yep. You're coming up against the Oakland Raiders. Joe Flacco's got a hip injury. That's going to really, really limit his mobility, and that's probably really going to limit his ability to throw the ball. you got to have your base. So to me, you're going against the worst team in the league. You're 500 right now. Right. If you cannot beat the Oakland Raiders with Lamar Jackson, then you don't belong in the playoffs anyway. Exactly, period. So yeah. therefore, why even worry about putting Flacco back out there? Because if anything, if your intent is to move with Lamar Jackson moving forward and he's your future, you're going to want to make sure that Joe Flacco at least looks tradable at some point in time. Yeah, exactly. Get something for him. You don't if you wanna... can get something for him, yeah. because I think he's still on the books for next year, too. So if you're going to decide at the end of this year where you're seeing reports that Jim Harbaugh and the Ravens are supposed to respectively part ways at the end of this year, and it's not going to be looked at as a firing, it's going to be, you know, him basically leaving with Ozzie Newsom, and now you've got Eric DaCosta, new general manager coming in, you've got a new head coach coming in with at a time when there's supposed to be eight coaching vacancies this offseason that are expected. Yes, time. Big time coaches coming up. Um, they're saying Todd Bowles ain't getting a job. They're saying uh, Mike McCarthy is not going to have a job at the end of the year. I'm sure Jason Garrett's on the hot oh, seat yeah, right now. Pete Carroll might be on the hot seat. Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. there's a lot of coaches on the hot uh, Wilkes for the, yeah. Cardinals, for the Cardinals might be fired after one year. One year. For all we know. 
Um, the way it's going here. So at this moment in time, then, then obviously Ozzie Newsom drafted Lamar Jackson to be the, the person moving forward. So you need to make Joe Flacco healthy because no quarterback is tradable if they're not healthy. Right. And you need to let his window of, of and his body of work just be what it is, where he's still a better option than some team's first option. Exactly. So, and once you have that ability, that player then becomes trade commodity. Yep. In and my you opinion. Can get something. You, first of all, they have to be available, so they got to be healthy enough to play. That's checked. Now they got to be good enough to where somebody's going to take a chance at them. I mean, when you're looking at the Washington Redskins that are bringing potentially Mark Sanchez in to be a backup quarterback after Alex Smith broke his leg, Joe Flacco would definitely be a conceivable quarterback that is ridiculous. for a lot of other teams. <laughs> yeah, don't even get that me started. That is ridiculous. That, that conversation on that and the fact that Colin Kaepernick still does yeah, not have exactly. a job, that's for an entirely different I was, You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I would be on the phone right now with that man. <laughs> but that's the problem. Does does that not prove the collusion case to oh, some? That is all, it's all collusion, man. The NFL is... Pfft. They're worried about their own. That's I mean, it, you man. can't tell me that he's not better than Nathan Peterman, who's already been a starter, been benched, been a starter, been benched in Buffalo. Okay. True. Um, you can't tell me that he's not a better opportunity than Fitzpatrick, who's been benched twice this year. I was just about to say year. that. Jameis Winston. Tampa Bay. Jameis, Winch has been, Jameis Winston's been benched twice this year in Tampa Bay. Um, who else do you have out there? You can't tell me he wouldn't be a conceivable backup to someone like a Marcus Mariota. Oh, for in, sure. Tennessee, in Tennessee, when that team's actually decent yeah. and just is coming off a, I think they're coming off a big loss this week to the Colts, but they're coming off a big win the week prior to, to New the England. Patriots. Yeah, yeah beat so, the Patriots, man. So how about I don't that? see how that dude is not a conceivable. Deion backup. Lewis coming into his own, man. Finally, thank you, finally. thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's doing really, really well yeah, getting away from New England. It. Him and uh, who's uh, is it? Mark Henry was it? Is it Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry. Henry. Henry from That's Alabama. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's he's killing it. Yeah, that's a yeah. He's a big dude, man. I think they're averaging 50 points a year this year. Yeah, but then they play teams like whoever they played this past week, which was a bye week, and they absolutely destroyed them. Oh, like 51 yeah. 17, yeah. man. How is that even fair? Well, like, what's funny is they actually were tied at the half, and that's the first time they've ever been tied at the are half. Are you serious? Yes. I did not see that. Yeah, they I were just tied saw at the, the half. Oh, that was crazy. But <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. I don't understand why that man does not have a job in the NFL, but. That is another episode, like we said. Yeah, I don't get it. So, so let's lay it out. Who are uh, who are currently your four division winners in the AFC and in the NFC? So let's put together a playoff picture in your mind. Mm-hmm. So okay, let's start that. with, we got the, yeah, if you want to bring the divisions up, yeah, go ahead. Right, let but let's up. start with the NFC, and we're going to go east to west. So starting in the NFC east, who do you have in that division? You've got the Giants, Philly. the Eagles. The Cowboys and the Redskins. The Redskins were in first place. I was last just about to say they were in first place. Uh, I believe as far Dallas as I know. was behind them, and then I think you have Philly, and then of course the Giants. And Dallas Although is the just Giants coming are off now a win, two straight right? wins. I think Dallas and the Giants are coming the Giants off are two coming off two straight wins. Mm-hmm. But I'm I don't know. I'm not a believer. Know. I don't know. Who do you believe? Do you believe the Giants and Saquon Barkley, or do you believe Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott and possibly Dak Prescott? I mean, Eli Manning does have, two, what, two Super Bowl rings? So you're definitely already ruling out the first-place Redskins after losing Alex Smith to a broken leg? Which, um, did you see it, by the way? It was disgusting. It looked dis- – I didn't yeah, see it, it but I heard it, and it, it was one of those sounds where, like, disgusting. Like, he fell, and when he landed straight, like, his leg was, like – his knee was on the ground, but like below his knee, his leg was like kind of off to the right. Oh, that's nasty. So it's definitely one of those where like if he'd have lifted his like thigh up, 
that leg would have just been dangling because he broke the tibia and the fibula. So he broke uh, both bones. That was a, like a Theismann. Yeah, right? pretty Joe much. Theismann. Except I think Joe Theismann, it was compound. I don't think Alex Smith was compound. Yeah, they said but I don't uh, think Joe Theismann was snapped right in the middle. Yeah, I believe. it was bad. That was and nasty. His, yeah, too. so. Yeah, that's crazy. We don't want to relive those memories. So you're definitely ruling them out then. They're not making it to the playoffs. Not at all. Not without not without him back there throwing the ball. No, I mean, he's having a good year. He was having an absolutely great year. In a contract year, too. Exactly. Sucks, man. It's okay, so who's your NFL pick, is. Honestly, I'm just going to go with the Giants only because I'm biased and I don't like the Cowboys. I feel you. Okay. <laughs> so the Giants are going to win the, a- the NFC East. So now let's go to the, uh, the NFC South. That gives you the Panthers, the Falcons, uh, the Saints. Never mind. Now we already know who's winning that division. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't think Carolina's going to be said. able to overtake uh, New Orleans on no, that No, even though they're playing really well, too, man. Even though they just lost. They did just lose, but it was a tough one. It was a heartbreaker, but New Orleans is not winning close games. Like No, they're absolutely blowing teams yeah, out. Yeah, that's man. what I mean when I say I'm glad you picked up on that because like, that's literally my point. Like They're not winning close games. Like no, they're, they're coming in, in. They're smacking you in your own goddamn in your kitchen. Own house. And then grabbing you know your I mean? last chicken like, wing and eating it in your face. Like, what are you going to do about it? Like, they like, just walked man. in your front door. Like, they own the place. Honestly, like, got them Philly fans to be quiet, though, this week. And yeah, they it. really did. And quite honestly, like... It, it makes you wonder. That it one. makes you wonder if, without that amazing catch by Stephon Diggs, if that's not New Orleans against New England last year. Yeah, because New Orleans, yeah. I think, is a much better matchup against um, against the Eagles Philly than, than Minnesota, uh, Minnesota was. was. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That not was, to mention, that I, was think Minnesota, I think Minnesota got to a part where they won a game like in that fashion. They were the happy. way that they beat the Saints. They were happy. Yeah, they were happy. They, they were just they, happy to be in the NFC. They weren't hungry game. no more. After yeah, they that, weren't it hungry. Seem like, for and, sure. and 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 Philly was definitely a lot more hungry. Yeah, than oh, they man, were. Definitely, you know what I mean? Definitely. And I just think Minnesota, for for having lost so many years, I think they finally got to a spot where they're like, "All right, we're good. We're right, good here because right. this is good enough for us. Like our fans are so proud of us, no matter what. Now that they just nah, they got beat up. But to go back to the NFC East. And Philly, speaking of which, you can't rule them out of winning that division either. Because they can sneak in and always win it. I think yeah, they're I only think they four and six wins? now. They four no, they're and four six and now? six. I think the Giants, the Giants, yeah, the Giants are in the bottom at three and seven. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll I see. mean, the Cowboys are known to implode. That's what I'm saying. You know, they do tend to choke towards the end of the season. So, yeah, okay, so it, you got to toss up between the Giants and the Eagles in that one. Yeah, I will toss it up, but I'm still right. going Giants. Just okay, so what yeah. about the um, the NFC North? NFC North, yeah. Chicago's Chicago. looking strong, yeah, man. They are. Looking and they'll strong. sleep on Detroit. No, you can't sleep on Detroit. Which is crazy because the way that they started the year against the Jets and they got absolutely destroyed, then they turned around and beat the the, the New England Patriots. Yes. And then they turned around and beat the Aaron Rodgers-led Green Bay Packers, which there's only seven teams in NFL history to have done that in the same year, beat Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Dang. Only seven. Crazy. Matt that's Patricia, crazy. rookie head coach, has done it. Um, so... They are so hit and miss that I'm not sure who to believe in. And they looked really good against Carolina. They did. They did. But did you see, I mean, are you but a Chicago, Trubisky? Trubisky? I'm not necessarily, uh, I'm not necessarily a Trubisky believer, but I'm not a Trubisky skeptic. Me neither. So and for honestly, me, I'm just kind of like, as long as the man plays decent, look, man, I'm the same dude who won a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. That's true. Uh, you know, that's true. with the Ravens. So to me, it's like, as long as you don't cost us games. 
Yeah, then you, I'll trust in you as a quarterback. And you defense I mean? does I mean, win at, championships. Absolutely. And, and you see who they absolutely. have on their defense. Yeah, and that have, man is the hungriest man in the, the second, NFL. The second right best now. player. He's definitely the hungriest. He's the hungriest. But he's still player. the second best defensive player in the NFL to me. Uh, second? Yeah, second. Who's first? Aaron Donald. Yeah, that man's a monster. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that man Aaron is Donald. a monster. And considering the position he plays, Aaron Donald, <laughs> he's the best. He is the best defensive player in the league right yeah, now. That's true. Um, uh, that's that's just crazy. So I mean, you, got Min- you can't you can't sleep on Minnesota in that division either. They but just lost. they did just lose. And Stefan Diggs, you need to step it up because my fantasy is hurting because of you. He did get a late TD. He got a garbage TD. He did get a garbage TD, but I need more than that. I feel you. You're my flex. Do you think that it involves Kirk Cousins, or do you just think it's the Stephon Diggs, or do you think it's the fact that they couldn't even get a damn running game going? What, did the running backs come by for like 17 The running game is absolutely terrible in Minnesota. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, no, I feel you. You have to be able to get a running game. Go and get someone, please. Because do they have, um, who's their starter? Young kid out of Florida State a couple years ago. Dalvin Cook. Where is he? Is he hurt? Is he hurt? I don't know. Let me see if I can pull that up because... If he's not hurt, somebody should break his legs because he sure as hell ain't playing good this year. He might as well make the excuse that he's hurt for the way that he's played. <laughs> exactly. I mean, let's keep it real. <coughs> yeah, because the running game is absent in Minnesota, to say the least. And it definitely was last night, but Chicago's defense is stout. Yeah. And we know sure. when those games start to get cold, especially those cold-weather teams... <laughs> Those are tough teams to beat in they the playoffs, are, especially when they get those home games. Minnesota lives in it. People don't want to don't want to do that. Well, Minnesota plays in an indoor stadium now. Oh, that is true. Their new is, stadium is, is indoors, but Chicago Soldier Field is not. Green Bay, it is not. When no, those teams true. get into the playoffs, half their their victories are so mental because of the fact that you're playing in freezing, freezing temperatures. Yeah. So yeah, when you sure. get a team like Chicago playing well, nobody wants to play them in in January. No. In Chicago, when no. it's wind chills are damn near pushing zero negative degrees, you know? Man. Thank goodness we live in Arizona. Yeah, right? All right, so the <laughs> NFC West, that's clearly a runaway. Uh, yeah, the Rams. Right? Uh, I'll take, the, I'll take the Rams for 200. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, uh, oh, it's the daily double. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the Seahawks, eh, they just... They're looking all right. They're I would, just, just I would not, see the, the Seahawks. Rams are just too strong. Yeah, yeah. The Rams are just, just running away is, with it. Honestly. Okay, so those are your it's four division winners then. So you got to pick one, Philly or New York. Realistically, I'm going to say Philly. Okay, so we got, we got the Eagles, the Saints, the Bears, the Bears, and the Rams. And the Rams. Now, who are, in your opinion, the two wild card teams that are going to make it in? Carolina. Okay, out of the NFC South. And my other one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be close between I would the say Packers be, yeah, I was or, or the say, Vikings. I was going to say the Vikings. I mean, because they're in the same division, so you can't have both of them. Like, really well, you the- could if Carolina wasn't already a pick. You exactly. could have three out of one. That's what I'm saying, but I think Carolina's for sure going to get there. Okay. I think for sure Carolina's going to get there. Green Bay, it depends on how Minnesota finishes the year, but I'd either give the other spot to Green Bay or possibly, possibly, possibly Seattle. Okay, I thought if that's they, where you were yeah, going with If that they too. Keep, keep on playing. I mean, you see that dude? They got rushing the ball. Um, God, I just I just picked him up. Penny? On my, yes. 
that dude, he's he's he came in. Uh, what was it two weeks ago when you had that hundred and something yard rushing game? Yeah, I think it's Rashad Penny. Is that his name? Yeah, Rashad Penny. That dude had a good game. So, and I mean, you got Russell Wilson. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. I, I guess <laughs> Seattle is you know always I mean? going to be a dark horse. They're always you know a dark horse. As long as they've got Pete Carroll. Pete and Carroll, Wilson. you know what I mean, and Russell Wilson, man, those are two guys you can right. sleep on. So let's switch and go to the AFC. We'll start mm-hmm. with the AFC East. That's going to be, uh, was that the Jets, the, the Pats, the Dolphins, and the and Bills? The Bills. I well, mean. The Bills ain't in it. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Don't sleep on Miami. The Jets aren't in it. Neither. The Jets aren't in it. So it's going to be between New England and Miami. You're giving New England the nod? No, of course. Okay. So New England and the <laughs> So the AFC South, that's an interesting division. That is an interesting one. Texans, Titans, Colts, Jags. I don't think anybody could have predicted that the Jags would be so far out of it at this moment <laughs> in time. Uh, if somebody would have told oh me the Titans, the Titans had a better record than the Jags, I'd probably slap you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I would have, I would have probably bet you fifty dollars that, that no. you're foolish. No, there's no way. No way. Not with that no defense. Way. And then all of a sudden, they did exactly what the Cardinals did the year before. They went to a, a title game. Uh, in their case, yeah. the AFC title game against New England. And they lost a close game. And so they came back the next year and said, we're all we're there. worried about is the a- the AFC title game. And they didn't worry about the regular season that need- is needed to get to the to AFC title there. game. And that's exactly what the Cardinals did, where they thought that they were going to come in off of a NFC title game loss to Carolina and walk in, and all of a sudden it was just going to be like, yeah, oh, right by the way, there. here's your ticket right. to the NFC title game. It doesn't work like that. Not at all. People so, switch it up, man. And I think that's what's happened to them. Not to mention Blake Bortles is not the answer at quarterback. He's, he's not. not the answer at quarterback. He's not. He's not. Quite honestly, if I was Baltimore, it's already past the trade deadline, but this offseason, I would be interested in being like, yo, we'll take somebody from you guys and trade oh, you yeah, for Joe for Flacco. Sure, for sure. Try my hardest to get Jalen Ramsey, but that ain't happening. No, I wouldn't take Jalen Ramsey. I'm suffice with Jimmy Smith, Brandon Carr, and Marlon Humphreys. Marlon Humphreys is the guy who ended that fourth quarter. Uh, so, so he had the last play against the the Bengals just this past week. Oh, uh, did he? Fourth okay. and three, oh, and they okay. throw it to his side, and he breaks Hit? up the pass to, oh, okay. for a turn, basically to end the game. It turned the ball back over to Baltimore yeah. with less than two minutes to go. Run the clock so out. that was game basically at that moment in time. Um, he's a young player. He's out of Alabama. Yeah, okay. It's everything you want out of somebody like him. It's his second sure. year, so he's starting to pick the system up. Um, so I think he's good. So I don't think it would be Jalen Ramsey. I could see maybe uh, Calais Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cardinals I missing mean, him, I'm sure. If you put Calais Campbell on that defensive line, I mean, you That's might get that. another year out of Suggs. Yeah, maybe. And can you imagine those two coming? Yeah, that'd be crazy. You know what I mean with the pass rush or um, – I wouldn't want to be back there. No, I definitely <laughs> throwing the ball. I wouldn't want to be back there. I think there, they but... got a young safety that plays pretty decently too. That of course you're going to want to look if you're Baltimore to start to replace Eric Weddle. But, yeah, uh, but that dude, if he's got some in the tank, he is on the field. For me. Oh yeah, yeah, no, he's dude. good. <laughs> he's he's good. good. So, so who in that division out of the AFC South do you do you have? I mean, honestly, the Texans. They're just sitting okay. top right okay. now. Okay, you're going Texans. Okay. Unless they do something silly, you know what I mean? Or they lose somebody. What about the Colts? I mean, they just That's came off a big one say. over the Titans. Do you think Andrew Luck has enough to get him to get him there? That's what I'm saying. If the Texans do something to really hurt their chances, then Colts right okay. right there, man. Okay. Right there for sure. Um All right, so let's go let's go to the division. AFC yeah. North. North, North, North. 
Steelers, I believe, are leading it now. Baltimore's in second. And then yeah. you have the Bengals and Browns. Yep. Bringing up the rear. As usual. Yeah. It seems like it these past few years, honestly. Um, time for a coach change. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Well, Cleveland's sure. made theirs. Yeah. Well, partially. Did they he, find it? They haven't found a replacement yet. No. But I don't know. We need to do something, man. Because. You think the end, of the, uh, the end of the Marvin Lewis era is ahead of us? I think it needs to be very, very soon if if things don't change because even when we got to the playoffs, there were round one exits. Not necessarily saying that you'd blame that on Marvin Lewis. No, but eventually, at, times, at some point in time, the coach is going to take I the mean, blame. You're talking what seven plus years, eight plus years, yeah, including now? what? I don't even know three, two years in a row they lost to the Titans. Texans. Texans, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Texans, Texans in yeah, the first round? Exactly. Was it two round? years or three years in a row? It was two years in a row. Two years in a row. So it's like, and I think one of them was home and one of them was away. Exactly. So, come on. Yeah, at some like, point in time, on. you really got to figure out, okay, is this guy going to be the guy for our future? Right, and like, quite honestly, it makes you wonder if that is going to signal the end of the Andy Dalton era. Or maybe. do you think that they're going to still keep Andy Dalton? I believe you'd still keep him and just bring in a new coach and see what he can do. Because okay. you've been running with him. And maybe draft time. a rookie. Right. See where you're going. You know what I mean? Or it's kind of do. a put up or shut up for Andy Dalton. Exactly. Type like prove okay. yourself okay. type of thing. Okay. Maybe get a quarterback and then see how he does that first year. And then that next year, if that first year didn't go right, that next year, then you draft a rookie mm-hmm. and put the pressure on that man. But he's still getting paid right now. So he can do something. For sure. And he can do something. But so who, in your opinion, do you have winning that division? I mean, honestly, Pittsburgh is looking the strongest. But the way they looked against the Jaguars last night. Was it last night or yesterday? Mm, yeah, I think that was yesterday. Yesterday. I mean, and they, the had, Jag- they took, what, a game-winning touchdown from Roethlisberger? Yes. Like a rushing touchdown? For them to win it. But yeah. he threw, what? Two or three picks? Yeah, I think he threw three think picks. He threw, he threw for 300 yards, too. Yeah, and he threw two picks, I think, where to Jalen Rams. and three picks, I think, Something is what like he that. had. So. Yeah. And only, it's it's funny, it's it's only the Steelers who can have a game like that and still and win still somehow. manage to win the game. Like, still win somehow. I don't you know what I mean? understand it. That makes you know. always, like, test, like, like, dang, is it real? Like, is it... Right. Because you just don't know how these teams just yeah, seem to manage always, to pull these wins out of their ass. Always the Patriots and the Steelers. It's crazy. Um, okay, so now we're going to go to the AFC West, West, which you've got the Chiefs, who are playing right now. Right. You've got... And are losing, by the way, 23-17. Yeah. yeah, definitely. 20 seconds left in the first half. Hmm. Um, Not expected. You've got the Chiefs. You've got the, the Chargers, Chargers, who are one game behind them, and the only loss that they... I think they've lost to the Chiefs and one other team. I think no, got... I think they lost yesterday, though, didn't they? Let me check. No, I think they beat Denver. They have three losses. Oh, do they? They have three so losses. So then they must have lost to Denver yesterday. Which means that if the Chiefs lose, they then that did. still keeps they the game They lost 23-22. And the Chiefs just tied the game. Okay, so the Chiefs are not losing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're 9-1. Okay, so you got the Chiefs, the Chargers, the uh, Raiders... And no, the, oh yeah, the Raiders and the Broncos. Broncos, that's what it is. Uh, I don't have any confidence in Denver at all. I think they're done. Um, Oakland, uh, do we even need to waste? That's our what's breath? crazy, though. So Denver it's basically between beat. the Chargers and yeah, the Chiefs. That's crazy. Ah, oh, the Chiefs, man. Like, is that even? No, that's not even a question for me, honestly, okay. because they just they have too many weapons. No, I agree. I feel I like I could go back in in a Chiefs uniform and throw the ball to some of these guys and get like five TDs. 
honestly. So you think it's more about the not, role not, players not, than about the quarterback? Not, not taking anything away from Mahomes because that dude is lighting it up. But he is. When you have weapons like that, it makes you sort of wonder: Is it the quarterback or is it the weapons? You know what I mean? It's like, true. If you put a mediocre quarterback back there, but I think would I, they still I mean, be like this? You still got to make the throws. You still got to make the reads. Oh, of course, of so, course. And he's playing remarkable. So oh, I'm not taking yeah. anything I mean, from him. Second year. It's just always something that'll Dude's be brought up. MVP it's just candidate. something that'll always be brought up. He's a freaking MVP candidate. When you got, and he's quite honestly, I mean, he's like the dream quarterback for a West Coast offense for the style of of offense yeah. that Andy Reid runs. He's the the fantasy quarterback. The way he's built, his cannon of an arm, that. everything that he's able to do, his ability to throw on the run, all of that is a West Coast quarterbacks or our offensive coaches' dream. Because, I mean, who was lighting it up in the Chiefs before him? I mean, Alex Smith. Alex Smith, man. Lighting it up. He just uh, he didn't have the cannon arm, and that's why that's nope. why they, they dumped him. I mean, I was just watching, just watching uh, I think, uh, some video before this game, and they were warming up, and Mahomes easily threw a 60-yarder. That's crazy. Just in the air. warming up. Just, yeah, that's and crazy. he didn't even, like, wind up and throw it. I think he took, like, one step and just launched it. That's crazy. 60 yards. And I was like, jeez, man. So who you got for your wild cards in the AFC then? It sounds like it'd be the Chargers and the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. I mean, the Chargers. The Chargers for sure. I just, I never put trust in Miami like that. They always no, seem to cough yeah, it up. You do. know what I mean? They and I want do. them to win, but... And it seems like more often than not, when they make the playoffs, they need help. Like, yeah. they need a team to lose games. Exactly. As well as win games. And it seems like sometimes they get that help. But it's never been like, hey, if you just win these games, you're in you're control in. of your own destiny. Yeah, it's never like that. Yeah, they don't, send, they don't seem to get in. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what, I mean, depends on how we do. I mean, but... I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I, just I don't, don't know. Think I don't know. Defense if... is good enough. No, no. I so. think our defense is real weak. Joe Mixon's right decent. Uh, AJ Green is good. Of course. Tyler Boyd is really coming to his uh, own this year. Who is it? Tyler Boyd. Uh, yeah. And then who's the other small guy we got? Is it Ross? Oh, John Ross. John Ross. Yeah, he had a hell of a catch yesterday too. Yeah. Dude's got wheels. Touchdown. Yeah, he's got wheels, but he did have a good catch. And that's what he's going to need to prove is that he's got hands. Dalton's got to make the right reads. but That's that's the thing. Got to make the right. I mean, quite honestly, I think when it comes down to it, I think my championship game picks as far as the AFC are probably going to be, I'll probably give that to the, the Chiefs and the Patriots. Yeah, sounds about right. Probably going to be my AFC title game. Sounds about right. Um, I think that. Now, mind you, I do think that a team like Houston could upset a team like New England. Mm-hmm. I do think that that's possible, especially if J.J. Watt and um, uh, who's the other D lineman? Uh, totally drawing a blank right now. I want to say Clowney. Yes, Jadavion Clowney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Clowney. Um, his first name. Obviously, when they get going, they get going. Yeah. So I sure. think that they could be a dark horse, but ultimately, I think it'll be Kansas City, New England. I think my NFC title game picks are going to be the Rams and the Saints again. And I think yeah. that we all know how that's going to play out. Now, things can play out differently. It is very difficult to beat a team in the NFL twice. Um, it is, it's but... It's very difficult. If you got to go through the Superdome to get to the Super Bowl... Yeah, because that's what would have to team. happen. More good than likely. At this moment in time, the yeah, NFC maybe. playoffs are going through the Superdome. Right. So, yeah, good luck going in there and, and beating and, them again. Because right. they lost to him already there, I believe. No, they lost to him in L.A., didn't they? 
Yeah, it was in LA. Yeah, so it's LA. like you got to go into the Superdome and all that noise in an NFC title game when they when they were so close to getting there last year. It took right. a miracle to get Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they're hungry. It they're not going to let that sh- that that shit slip through their Just fingers. Just take one again. one mistake, one yeah, mistake, absolutely, you know, one, one mental mistake. So um, with that said, I think that my Super Bowl picks are going to be Kansas City and New Orleans, and I think that that's going to be. Uh, one of the best gifts of a Super Bowl that f- <laughs> that fans will be given in a long, long time. Something uh, different. For once, we won't have New England in a Super yeah, Bowl, so different. that will be yeah. much welcomed, I'm <laughs> sure. Um, and then the fact that you're going to be able to watch a mastermind like Drew Brees operate the offense the way that he does against a young up-and-comer right. in Patrick Mahomes right. and just watch... Uh, I mean that's going to be an aerial show. Yeah, that's like going to be a like like nobody's out. ever seen. I yeah. mean, um, and especially because I think New New Orleans has I think has a better defense. Wait, than Kansas City. I think they have a great I think defense, they have a stout and they defense proved it against, against Philly. Man. I agree. They, they also proved, proved it, against it against the Rams. Philly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a team that you know the Rams at the time have you know Jared Goff and Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks right. and uh, Robert Woods and Todd Gurley for Christ's sake like right. they've got weapons on the offensive side of the ball and they made the Rams look as bad as they've ever looked in this entire season oh, sure. so i think that they definitely are going to have the the advantage on the defensive side of the ball and all they're going to need it's going to be which team gets the the most like like the uh, the most stops like which team gets that one yeah, defensive stand and flips definitely. it because i would not be surprised if the punters don't even suit up for this game <laughs> because it's going to be one of those games where somebody's going to go down and score and then they're going to come right back and score right. and they're going to right back and score yep. and we're going to have like a 48 to 56 type yes. you know super, super bowl shootout. where it comes down to somebody finally stepped up on defense and got that one stop yeah, and i think new orleans is going to be the team that that wins it this year that's gonna be i think that they're gonna be the one to win it this year i think drew Brees is gonna take his second super bowl title yeah um i think it will cement him as arguably the greatest quarterback in nfl history think so think so i mean he's got well he's gonna be he's on pace to have the most passing yards yeah he'll probably he's in the 500 club for career touchdowns yeah, he's second he's all the, time, right? Yeah, second all time. Uh, only behind Peyton Manning, yeah. though. And um, he'll pass. Peyton only behind, Manning. yeah. Only yeah, behind Peyton. Peyton yeah, Manning. this year more than likely. Yeah. Only behind Peyton Manning on the passing uh, yards. passing yards. Right. Um, he's got one Super Bowl already. He's got an MVP, right? Um, I don't he think he, no. He didn't get the CMVP for that one. No, it was um, it was the cornerback who had the pick six to win it. can't think of his name i can see his face uh but yeah he ended up winning the mvp um so he doesn't have a super bowl mvp um i do believe he has a regular season mvp that's okay yeah Yeah, he does have a regular season mvp um and he's the all-time leader in completion percentage oh that's great and i believe he also has the most five thousand yard seasons yeah it makes sense including i think a streak of four three or four in a row i mean that's crazy. It's 20,000 yards in four or five seasons. I mean, that's more than some people do in their entire careers. Right, right. This guy's doing it in, in, in a snapshot of a career. So right. he's arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. That and then true. that's not even bringing up the fact that 
he probably needs lifts in his shoes to really be six feet tall. Like, <laughs> exactly. you know what I mean? Like, he is not a tall nah, dude. he's not a and he throws typical the ball build like, for a quarterback, No, he's NFL quarterback. unbelievable with what he can do. I mean, oh, sure. half the time you watch him throwing the ball, he looks like he's looking out of the bottom of his face mask because he's got his head up. You know, like he's looking downfield for people. It's just, it's unbelievable what he can do. And I think that it will be... Uh, a deserved send off if he decided to leave after that. Yeah. Um, I think that he's shown that as long as you work at your craft. Oh, yes. You know, work at it, work at it, work at it, work yeah. at it, that um, it'll he, pay you off. can do anything. Yeah, yeah he's, it, he's a hell of a quarterback, off, and I think uh, arguably the best of all time. Yeah, so sure. that leaves our topic about football. Let's get into a little bit of basketball a little bit. We got some time okay, left. Okay. Um, I mean, you're more of an avid basketball guy than me. Um, I, I have, enjoy watching the NBA, but I like the NBA playoffs a little bit more, as you know, than the regular season. Yes. yes um, okay. You want to start with the drama, or do you want to start with the actual game? The actual NBA, because <laughs> it seems like everybody wants to talk about the people in the NBA, I mean, but not talk about what they uh, actually do, and that's play basketball. I mean... I mean, how about LeBron James and that fifty, that fifty plus pointer against the, Miami the other night? I didn't see the highlights. I haven't had a chance to see the highlights, but I did see the the, the headlines. Yeah, of um, course, uh, third team, third team. I think it was the only only third player ever in the NBA history to have fifty plus point games on three different teams. No shit. Yeah. Well, then again, he's not. probably also the only player to be as good as he's ever been and have played for three different teams. Three different teams. I believe that's you. And including one team for two different stints. Yeah. Who's, who's doing that? Nobody does that, really. Yeah, he's probably the only person to have uh, scored that many points on a team. You know, at least he's he's that type of caliber player that nobody else has played for that many teams no, when sure. you're that great of a player sure. i mean i can't even think of who the other two guys are but i'm sure they're quite honestly it's probably shaq caliber players because shaq played for a lot of different a lot teams. of different teams so you figure he probably he's probably had 50 for orlando oh for sure he's probably had 50 for the lakers, lakers. and miami? Maybe. maybe a 50 point game for miami he when he first came didn't do it in phoenix definitely didn't do it in phoenix and definitely didn't do it in cleveland no. definitely didn't do it in boston no so um, he's the other one. Um, who else has probably had 50-point games for multiple teams, if you had to guess? I don't know, man. I would think it would be like an older player, honestly. I, I don't think it would be anybody like of our generation of basketball, in a sense. If you want no, to I wouldn't there. think so. I would think it would be more like Because the only 80, real big names 90. that you could think that are capable of having 50-point games like that, they didn't play for very many, many different teams. teams. Exactly. No, exactly. I, mean, I mean, Bird only played for the Celtics. I mean, Kareem played for, what, the Bucks and then the Lakers? Yeah. Yeah. But what about someone like... Uh, I mean, Barkley played for three teams. I don't uh, know if he would have had 50 for Philly, though. You don't think so? No, think not so? for Philly. I mean, he did kill it back in Philly, he though. He did, but I don't know about a 50-point game definitely in had Philly. 50 in Phoenix. I know he's probably had 50 in Phoenix. And I, I don't... I'd give him 50 in Philly over giving him 50 in Houston. Yeah. Only because when they went to Houston, Houston, though, I mean, he had a bunch of, like, old veterans. Yeah, he had to share the ball with Pippen and Drexler. So it's not like he was the superstar on Mm -hmm. that team by any means. Definitely not. No, that was like when Shaq went to Cleveland. I mean, what? There's only been, I think this year, there's only been five other players with 50-plus point games so far. 
Yeah, and two two of them play on the same damn team. Yes, Stephen Clay. Yeah, enough said. And I think Durant's had close, but not. Yeah, probably. So fuck it, let's get into the shits on that. <laughs> What's your opinion of that situation? I mean, can we say drama? Drama, to say the least. But in all, let me just say this: Square One, Kevin Durant, you absolutely have an argument. With being upset, yes. Okay. I don't care if it's game one of the regulars. I don't care if it's the playoffs. Or not the playoffs. I don't care if it's the regular season or the preseason. You give me the ball. Like, come on, man. I'm the best scorer in the NBA. But I mean of all hands down. Okay. So 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 playing devil's advocate here. I'm playing devil's advocate here. In your opinion, you have no trust in Draymond in that situation, or is it more about you trusting KD more than trusting Draymond in that situation. It's all about the fact that there's no. Steph, or do you feel like it was no the way Steph that it played Curry. out? Let me no. Because if you watch the sequence of the game, basically mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. last that final play, I watched it. He basically snatches the rebound from times. KD, and then turns around and literally comes down court, almost as if he's 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 intentionally making sure that KD doesn't get this ball. That's where I'm a little torn because if you watch it. You see KD, and KD is behind him when he grabs the ball. Right. I could understand Draymond taking the ball up to half court okay. and then dishing the ball, but he went way farther than that. It's true. And you, you know he doesn't. He can't dribble the ball you, very well. We've already seen that in the what was it last year or the year yeah. before that, where he fumbled the ball yeah. in the playoffs yeah, yeah, yeah. and cost them the game. Yeah, it's true. You have no Steph it was Curry. Against Houston, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah. It was yeah. against Houston, and they almost lost that series. They did. So Chris Paul not Chris getting Paul injured, not getting might injured. Be the difference of that series. Who knows? Quite no, honestly, no repeat yeah, for yeah, Golden you really State. Just don't you, know. you don't know. But honestly, that one frustrates me only because you have no Steph Curry in the game. Okay, I agree. Give the ball to the man who you scores. You do have the Clay. Ball. You do have Clay. But I feel like I agree with you on that point. I feel where like if you have Clay and Kevin Durant on the floor. Give at the, the same ball time, to someone else. That's that's one and one a. You know you're not taking the game no, winning I shot. I agree. You're not option one. You're not option two. I agree. You're not option three I in agree. a game winning situation. I agree. You know what I mean? Like not on that team. Yeah. Two no, stats. I agree. I mean, I mean, even quite honestly, I might have more faith in someone like. Uh, like a Sean Livingston or an Andre Iguodala you know I mean? to handle the ball at that moment, not to necessarily get it, to make the game-winning shot, no, but definitely but to handle the rock to get it up to get it up okay. court. Okay. Pressure, pressure's on. Okay. Clock is clock is ticking. You know what I mean? Okay. It palms get sweaty. I understand. Okay. You know so now I mean? everything that follows that poor decision, in your opinion, how do you feel like that played out? <clears throat> That's right. I don't know because I'm I mean, not. The, I'm not there, so I don't you know got the exactly what said. You know, you got the professional lip readers. You got people saying basically that he called him a bitch. Right. Then I saw some videos, times. like some voiceover videos on Instagram. Hilarious guys on there, oh, by bet. the way. But I, like, bet. I always but, love that uh, yeah. bad lip reading shit. You know that what I mean? Hilarious. That shit is hilarious. You guys got to look that up, man. But oh man, honestly, if Draymond did go that far to call him names or going to talking that much like personally okay. about him about something like that you're out of line in my opinion you're out of line i agree because to me it transcends basketball at that yeah, moment exactly in time. Like, like, bro. it makes it look like it makes it look like you're one of those people that you knew you did something controversial like you exactly knew you, you made a decision that you could potentially get judged on right. when where it you could be in the so wrong badly, where everybody's looking at you that as, now you know, your best defense 
is, is an to offense. be offensive, right. basically, at that moment in but time. But to come at super brash. character and stuff like no, that. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, your and, teammate and, at all? At all people? I mean, and quite honestly, as much as people don't want to say that the ownership, or ownership, I should say, doesn't want to say that they picked the side, Kevin Durant didn't get suspended. Oh, clearly. That is a clearly statement to Kevin Draymond Durant Green. Kevin Durant didn't is, get fined. Draymond Green, you're not as important as Kevin Durant on I this agree. Golden State team. I absolutely agree. That's exactly agree. what that no, was. No, I, I, I absolutely agree. And I if, think that was their way of saying, if anybody is leaving based on this situation alone, right. it would more than likely be Draymond Green right, than it would exactly. be Kevin Durant. Because especially, <laughs> let's not forget, we have a player in, in DeMarcus Cousins who has not even suited up for this right. team yet. And he is exactly what you are, Draymond Green. And some, and he's the prototype body for the position that Draymond Green plays. Right, exactly. He's he's, he's got he's small. he's six ten, right, six eleven. He's two hundred and sixty pounds. He's an aggressive type. He's an know, aggressive, he's physical, brash, physical, you know, type uh, of temper, temperamental energy. Yeah, brings energy. energy you know, what you I know mean? all of that. Plus, he can give you twenty and ten. Every night. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> and he can hit the three. Yep. Which so, is crazy now. So why way. why would Kevin Durant feel the need to leave Golden State? If this were to be a factor in why he would leave, why would he have any indication that Golden State would not be willing to move Draymond Green somewhere? Right. Before even if it meant him. taking a L yep. as far as not getting value back. Right, you know, on the contract right. or something Just along those lines. Just losing out on the deal. Yeah, basically, yeah. you got to take the L on the trade, knowing that the team that you traded to may have gotten a better deal. Right, right. But you're about to invest in Demarcus Cousins. Exactly. So now your now your core four is Steph, Clay, Kevin, and and Demarcus. All stars. Still all-stars. four all stars. All stars. That's still four all stars. Yeah. So they would basically have gone from having four All-Stars to five All-Stars to four All-Stars. Yeah. I don't see why Draymond Green feels like he's so integral to their success that he's that not, they wouldn't yeah, be like, oh, no, nah, Kevin, you got to go. Sense. Draymond's right. our dude. Right. Quite honestly, that dude's going to get his jersey retired from Golden State strictly based on what he's done already, in my opinion. Kevin Durant or Draymond, Draymond Green? Oh, yes. Draymond yeah. Green. Yeah, for sure. Coming for sure. from being a second-round pick. Yeah. Nobody uh, believed Michigan in him. State, right? Michigan State, Michigan Everybody State. Everybody thought he was undersized. Oh, he took sure. that team to a Final Four. He, oh, was, yeah. he was a big, uh, big-time player who came out of damn near nowhere yeah. um, to yeah. really show that hard work pays off. But oh, the problem sure. is, is I think Draymond Green at this point in his career needs to come to a crossroads where now you have to understand that everybody gets it. You're good. And you play a role on a team where you may not be as integral, integral to the success to the success on another team, right? But because of what you bring, leadership wise, vocally, right. you know, holding people accountable, yeah. not allowing people to be prima donnas, all of those factors, um, I I don't think that that gives you the ability to feel as if you're irreplaceable, right? I mean, it's the NBA. Everybody gets replaced eventually. Absolutely. But the biggest thing about the NBA now is you're going to go with scoring. Oh, it's And Draymond Green can score. But if I was to hedge a bet on Draymond Green against DeMarcus Cousins in a one-on-one game, my money is absolutely on DeMarcus Cousins. For sure. And the biggest thing about him is 
if if the Warriors have enough leadership to keep a personality like Draymond Green in check, they're probably the best candidates to keep a personality like DeMarcus Cousins in check. That is true, but who do you think would be more of a headache? You know what I mean? Like who who has the capability of being more yeah. than a headache is definitely DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, definitely. He's proven that. Yeah, for sure. But this this situation could be completely different. Has also in my opinion proven to make it appear as if Draymond Green is a bit more of a head case at this moment. I mean, when you're literally having DeMarcus Cousins putting his arm around Draymond Green to calm him down. Right. No, for sure. That's yeah. some pot calling the kettle black shit right there that yeah. I'm just like, um, <laughs> huh? You? <laughs> you DeMarcus know I mean? Cousins is calming Draymond Green down. Like, right, exactly. this is the DeMarcus Cousins that, like, a month ago got ejected from a game and he was in a suit and tie. Right, exactly. <laughs> so. Does this mean that Draymond Green has kind of maybe turned it up because of the existence of Boogie Cousins? I don't know. But at the end of the day, it's one of those situations where I think Draymond Green and the fact that he got suspended and handled in the nature that he got handled, he's gotten the point that if anybody has to go, it would be you before it would be Kevin. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you're just going to let a two-time finals MVP as controversial as the two MVPs may be because I do believe... Steph Curry should have gotten finals MVP last year. Yeah. I don't think that one poor performance. He had one poor performance in, what was it, game three? Three, I think it was. Because they swept the the Cavs last year, right? I thought it was still five. I thought it was still five. No, it was a sweep. They swept them last year because that was the one thing that they they couldn't do is they swept them. So... So in a sweep, I think it was game three, he had the one bad game. Yeah. Because that was the first game in Cleveland. Okay. Okay. And Kevin Durant really stepped up and played well, but Steph didn't. He had one bad game. And I think that that one bad game literally cost him finals MVP. Yeah, that's terrible. And I just didn't really like that. I thought that because he played really well in game four. Yeah. Because he, he had not that great of a first half in game four, but had a really good second half in game four. And had one bad game in game three. And I just don't think that that, was, that should have been... Um, enough of a difference to cost him a finals MVP. Right. But we know that the sexier name to give at that moment in time was Kevin Durant. Oh, of course. Um, of course. Which, of course. you know, it is what it is. You know, the NBA is always, you know, about that. And, uh, oh, for sure. Um, but I don't. I, I think Steph's the kind of player that it doesn't necessarily matter. No. Um, but uh, definitely Draymond Green would be gone before Kevin Durant would be gone. Oh, for sure. Because... No matter what anybody says, I still believe that Steph Curry is still face of the franchise. He always will be. I agree. And I think that also, I think low-key that Klay Thompson is just the chillest dude. Like, if I had to pick anybody on that team who's definitely a pothead, just based on the demeanor, (laughs) it's Klay Thompson. Yeah, for sure. Just because his demeanor is, he's just like, whatever, man. Like, I play in the NBA. Right, exactly. (laughs) Just Klay, man. I like playing for this team. This is what I do. Right. This is what we do. We win. We get along. We have fun. I think Clay Thompson is is an awesome, awesome example of a of a, of a good old school mentality type where he just he he just goes to work. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. He just, he just goes it. to work. Put his head down, go um, to work. Yeah, but the other thing that I quite don't understand about the NBA and the ideas about these rumors, because quite honestly, I think the NBA there are times where the media makes up ideas. And, and I think NBA that it follows. Be, and, and I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I <laughs> and think the that like, the, players, like, hmm. the players are like, that's a great idea. We should do that. Right. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like, next thing you know, you have LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh playing together at the same right. time. Exactly. Next thing you know, you have LeBron James. I think he was always going to be going to the Lakers because I think that he made a basketball decision based on outside 
Yeah, personal stuff. Personal interests. I think that one of the personal interests was the fact that he's starting like his own production company, trying to get into Hollywood, trying to set up post-career type opportunities um, where you just continue to make that wealth and just really build that wealth because he's trying to be one of the first um, billionaires as an athlete, basically. Yeah, I got you. yeah, the Nike deal, technically. Yeah. I think that dude literally I wants want, to be yeah. sitting billion, on a billion yeah, dollars. Exactly. Like, liquid billion dollar assets type yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think he made that decision. But I think, you know, things like, you know, when they when they start making these crazy ideas up in the media, then all of a sudden is when it really happens. Yeah. Um, so I right. think that they follow suit on that. But I'll never quite understand the ideology behind, I'm Kevin Durant, right? And I'm coming off back-to-back NBA titles. We are a team that is good enough to win a third NBA title in a row, right? So that would give them four in the last five years. That would give Kevin Durant three if they win this year, right? Yeah. That'd be his third title. Why would you come off of a three-peat and say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and go to the Lakers, with LeBron and Lonzo and right. Kyle Kuzma Kuzma. and maybe um, Brandon Ingram. Uh, yeah, Brandon Ingram. But who else was the other star they were saying was going to go there? Um, who? Not like a Paul George. No, because uh, he just signed a deal with Oklahoma City. It's another person who would be a free agent. Oh, Anthony Davis. Oh yeah. So yeah, here's the thing: why rooms. why would you up and leave two potentially three NBA titles, two potentially three NBA Finals MVPs, to go to LA just to play with LeBron James and Anthony Davis? Like, why would you leave championship caliber right. team to go to go that. make another championship caliber team with two other stars? Right. Do it all over when you're already there again with two players who you know you can play with in Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. Oh, and by the way, you might have an opportunity to sign DeMarcus Cousins. Exactly. And keep him. Exactly. And quite honestly, I think the best way they would keep him is by letting Draymond Green go. Right. And what better place for him to go to than the Lakers? Hmm. Yeah, would be surprising. I think that there that that the LeBron and Draymond Green could be a really good dynamic. I think Draymond Green would have the ability to say everything that LeBron James doesn't say. Yeah. Not that he can't or won't, he just doesn't say. Yeah, I get because it. of the way he leads. Yeah. And yet you've got somebody as scrappy because he's basically that's the role that Lance Stevenson is trying to play in right yeah. now. Yeah. But Draymond Green is much better much playing better. that role. Yeah, for sure. Lance Stevenson has the ability to get hot from three a lot a lot more. Yeah. But Draymond Green's going to grab a lot more rebounds, play a lot more physical, and set the tone on the defensive end of the, oh, yeah, of definitely. the floor. He'll give you that energy every night. Too. Exactly. Yeah. So even if there is a chance that Anthony Davis were to come over to the Lakers, which I really hope not because as a Suns kind of follower, not necessarily a Suns fan, I mean, mm-hmm. if I had to say, well, what team do you like watching? I'll watch the Suns. Oh, yeah. They're a local team. I like to support the home team when it comes to that. But... I don't want to see the Lakers winning again and not see the Suns winning. Yeah. Like, I enjoy the Western Conference and specifically the Pacific Division. Yeah. If the Lakers are good, I would prefer the Suns be good as well. Right. Um, that way it's some type of rivalry. Yeah, because there's got to be something. I mean, when you've got the Diamondbacks 
and the Dodgers. Right. You know, and you've got the Suns and, and the Lakers. Yeah. And, you know, if Arizona can get their shit together, they can. we can have a Rams and Cardinals, Cardinals right. rivalries. Right. And yeah, these man. are all within the same divisions again. Like, this is back to that beat L.A. mentality right. that we loved so much. Um you back know, as day. Phoenix sports yeah, fans, absolutely. Day. And I'm not a Cardinals fan, but yeah. that's nice to see when the hometown team is doing something. It almost changes the dynamic around town. It oh, just, yeah. it seems like people are happier. It seems like things are, are going good yeah, for definitely. your city because it's getting attention and it makes you feel good because you feel like your city's being talked about. Exactly. So there's always that internal pride. But, um, I mean, you think there's any chance Anthony Davis puts on the purple and gold? I hope not. Not for the sake of the NBA. I'm kind of tired of these super teams. I mean, they're cool and all, but... Do you think that it's ruining? Do you think it's watering down the product? In a sense, yes. But I also think with certain moves, it sort of brings it back. Like with LeBron James moving to the West Coast. Okay. The East Coast, now it feels like a rejuvenated East Coast in the NBA. Okay. The West Coast, that's set in stone. You know okay. who you're getting. For the most part, you pretty much know who you're going to see. Who do you see in the Western in Conference the Finals, though? Because it doesn't seem like Houston's a shoe in at this moment in time to make it back. No. They're playing bad basketball right now. No, they are playing They are bad. playing the, uh, the kind of basketball that you always worry about with a Mike D'Antoni coached basketball team because when everything is clicking and and it's firing on all cylinders Everybody's they'll happy. put up 140 a night damn yeah year. and then when all of a sudden for whatever reason it's not clicking at that moment in time they are bad basketball teams because yeah, they cannot get stops on the defensive side of the floor right so at this moment in time to me it doesn't appear like houston's long for the playoffs so do you do you give the Lakers a realistic shot to make it deep into to the Western Conference deep? playoffs? I mm, that's tough. I'm trying to think who else is out there though. We have OKC. Yeah, you, you have OKC. Utah. You do have Utah. Utah has beaten LA and Golden State this year. That is true, and they're Donovan Mitchell. Man, I like that guy. Um, He's killing it. Portland. You do have Portland. Milwaukee. Uh, that's another team I was going to say was Milwaukee. Um, that dude is absolutely killing it. The Greek Antetokounmpo. freak, man. Yeah, that dude is absolutely killing it. MVP. MVP. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And candidate. Candidate. Not oh, saying they'll get it, no, but definitely candidate. He's not the he's not the sexy candidate to mm. win it. No, of course not. But he, I agree. I know. I absolutely agree. That I think dude he's playing is, really, yeah, really he's well. He's playing really well. Um, but I mean, honestly, but we're talking seven game series against the same team type. That's what I'm saying. Teams, like, honestly, you know? when I really think about it, it's Golden State back to the finals. If everything, but I mean, who's smooth. even going to be able to, to? I mean, you think they're just going to 4-0, 4-0, 4-0, 4-0 no, their no, way to the no, NBA no, finals? No, no. no, I think they'll lose some games on the way to get there, but I think they'll get there nonetheless. Okay. Yeah, nonetheless, they will get there. I think quite whoever honestly, they have to the come most across, dangerous team yeah. to them is probably the Utah Jazz. I would think so then. I mean, Milwaukee is strong, too, just because. Yeah. Well, see, the thing about Milwaukee is Antetokounmpo is a good player, but I wonder what's going to happen when he goes up against a team that has someone Similar built like him? just like yeah, him, exactly. length, height, yeah. scoring ability, ability to go to the paint, ability to. But didn't uh, they just play? They just played, I think. 
They might have, but this is regular season. It is true. That I'm is talking true. about you got to you got to beat Golden State yeah. in a seven game <laughs> series. Playoff basketball. You know what I'm Playoff saying? Basketball. Like, yeah. so at that moment in time, if if that becomes a wash, if you've got the the KD matchup against the Greek Freak, and that's a wash. Who is his supporting cast that's going to have to make up for the type of scoring yeah. that you're going to have? Demarcus Cousins at that time. I mean, who do you Draymond have? Draymond Green, uh, Clay Thompson, and stuff. The Curry. point guard that used to be here, Bledsoe. Is it him? Yeah, I'm, I'm not putting my money up on. I wouldn't, but I not mean, not against Steph Curry. That's the thing about Milwaukee is they don't really have. And nobody. quite honestly, what's funny is the biggest the biggest mismatch that Golden State tends to have against teams that are even remotely as successful in the NBA as they are. Is Clay Thompson? Yeah, the shooting guard. Yeah, for sure. Nobody has no. an answer for Clay Thompson. No, you really don't. You really don't. And not on either side of the ball. No, I because think, he's a hell of a defender. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's a that would be an interesting matchup though, because Donovan Mitchell is a shooting guard. He is sort of. He usually plays the point, point but he would be guarded the, by Clay Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Steph, Steph Curry is not going to guard him. He would definitely be strong. guarded by Clay. But it would be a. That'd and then, of course, that, that'd that be a nice matchup, too, to see how DeMarcus Cousins and Rudy Gobert would do. I was just about to say that. That yeah, would be an interesting be a matchup. That matchup right there. That would be, be a, a good, good matchup. matchup. However, I would like the matchup more if Utah still had Gordon Hayward. That would be a lot better. That would be. I would like that matchup a little bit better if you've got Hayward to kind of help negate score. whatever KD brings to the table, which is threes, 30 points threes, a night. More threes. Exactly. <laughs> no, Alright, well, okay, so since the West is decided, what do you think about the Eastern Conference? That's they crazy. just got Jimmy Butler in, in Philly. Crazy. Just hit a game nothing. winner. He might as well have Just hit a game winner there free. as well. That's crazy. Um, you've got Boston with Kyrie Irving, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Good young squad. Oh, absolutely. Good young squad. Um, uh, Detroit, I don't really believe too much in Detroit. I think they still got to get it figured out between no. with Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin. What's up with Andre Drummond, man? I thought he'd be more of a powerhouse than he is. You would think, league, but, but he's also lost in Detroit. That is true. I'd and they, I mean, I'll give them credit. Myself, they did try to get Blake Griffin, but... It just didn't work out. No, nah, it just didn't work out, man. I just don't... I just don't see that dynamic working. I think they were trying to kind of go for another like Twin Towers type thing, and it just is not working. Um, It's definitely not working. I think Boston is probably one of the best teams in the East. Yeah, Boston, Philly. um, Washington's a mess. I'm hearing that John Wall and Bradley Beal are potentially on the trading block, or at least they'll feel calls for both of them. Saw something Bradley Beal saying he's been dealing with it for the past seven years or something like that. I mean, quite honestly, though, like if I'm if I'm Phoenix, years. are you not on the phone for either one of them? Either one of them, I am on the phone. I'll play Bradley Beal at the point. Yeah, I'll play either one of them. You know what I'm saying? Either like one of them. John Wall and Devin Booker to go with TJ Warren. That could take. And that could turn your season around. With I like, agree. With a player like as, I agree, especially as strong as like a John Wall. That could change your season. I agree. That could I absolutely, absolutely change your season. No, I agree. With the who are who they already have. Yeah, and oh, TJ sure. Warren in the in the, the That's steps what I'm saying. that he's if you taken can, to get If you better, can snag John Wall without giving up uh, your good core, then yeah, that could change you. That okay. could change your okay. season. But the East, man, I don't know. I don't know who's going to really come in there. I mean, Boston, of course, is strong. Philly is strong. Philly's just young. So you give um, the edge to Boston if it comes down to those two, because I, I mean Derrick Rose is playing really well, but I just don't yeah, see Minnesota. Minnesota. I don't see. I don't see it. Although, didn't they beat Philly? I don't know if they just played Philly. I think they did. I think they beat them. 
I think it was in like uh, I think it was like Jimmy Butler's second game as a Sixer. Was it? I saw mm-hmm. that. I, th- I thought he had just hit a game winner the other night. I saw Jimmy Butler did. But those two teams uh, with Jimmy Butler now, I don't know. Maybe the edge to. I would still give edge to Boston only because yeah. they got the experience and they got Kyrie Irving. That's and that's I mean, the experience. <laughs> I mean, he might be one of the, you know one of the best players in the he's entire got the Eastern ring. Conference. That's what I'm saying. He's I got do. the ring. <laughs> he's got that ice in his. In you know his what hands. I mean? He'll win you a game. Side literally. note. Side note. Have you seen Uncle Drew? I have not. Oh, have you seen? seen it? Yeah. It's funny. Oh my god. Ah oh, man, see that should have me. Weak. <laughs> that should have me weak, bro. I have like, not seen that. Yeah, it's funny. Like that. especially one of the funniest people in the movie who I did not expect to be to be funny at all was um, Chris Webber. Was he? He is hilarious funny. Funny. in in the game. Yeah, That's he funny. or in the in the movie he is. Uh, he's a pre like a like a pastor. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, he looks funny. Yeah, he's hilarious right. in it. And then Mike Epps is in it. He makes kind of little cameos, one okay. of the barbers. That's funny. Um, Lisa Leslie is in it. She plays Chris Webber's wife. Okay. So that that's pretty good. Um, of course, as you know, Shaq is yeah, in it. Shaq's in it. Uh, Reggie that. Miller is in it. It's Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson it. is right. in it. Um, so it's funny and like what like what all they get to like make them like the story behind them and shit. Like yeah. Reggie Miller's character is called Lights. Yeah, so they're the they actual really characters the from the out. commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, not all of them were in a commercial. No, though. no, but was Nate Robinson's character in the movie the same as in the commercial? You know what? I have no idea. I Did was his character in the commercial um, have like a big afro and like a goatee, like an old school afro? But it was like looked like it was like like he had been caught in a yeah, hurricane. Yeah. I think it was like. And that. then he had like a like, goatee. I know he definitely had the goatee. And he wore Converse's. I wonder if he wore a conversation. Because that's how that he is up. in the movie. And like he, he sits in a wheelchair. I, that sounds familiar. That okay. sounds like... If yeah, that's him, like then yeah, that was the character. That's funny. I'll have to check that and out. And then Reggie Miller is like... Is Ray lights. Allen in it? No, Ray, Ray Allen's Allen not, not in it. In it. I know he was in the commercial. Yeah, see, that would have been dope if they'd have yeah, done the him. But I think they did stuff. Reggie Miller instead. Okay. Um, But yeah, he um he basically can just shoot. You know, he's lights out, basically. Um, and then Chris Webber is, of course, a power forward, and Shaq's a seven-foot center. And uh, and then Lisa Leslie ends up playing in the game. Oh, okay. So, but it, it's oh man, it's it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, especially like the dynamic between um, is it Lil Rel or just Rel? Is that the main character? Yeah, okay. basically the dynamic between him and like his rival, the the white dude. Yeah, with all the hilarious. like, he's doing that guy all the chains. Yeah, he's got that, that dark <laughs> all the, like, beard. Cold, yeah, yeah all the what's funny on. though is like all the fake tats because like he's like the king of Rucker Park, so he's got okay. like he's got like all these championship years that go down like his stomach, but it's just like this little column of just years, <laughs> just years that go all the way down. And then for, for some reason, randomly he has one on each shoulder. That's hilarious. And then he's got like this happy trail going down his fucking <laughs> stomach of championship titles. Yeah. That, oh, that movie's funny. funny. I um, found it on this app called like movie box. Hmm. Um, Anthony, Gave it to me. So you got to download this thing, and then you got to download the movie box from this thing, hmm. and then it has a uh, has movies and shit on it. That's crazy. I don't know. It was kind of crazy. So like, it's got all kinds of movies. Damn, that's crazy. Some of them that are still like I did I don't just know watch that theaters in Incredibles or... too the other night. That's good. That's good. I like yeah. that movie a lot. Yeah, the scene with um, I want to see that too. I Black Klansman. Um, 
But the scene with the raccoon. That is the best part of the movie. Yeah, the that is the, the best Jack part Jack, of the yeah. movie, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, was dying. I, was, I was dying. I was dying in the theater. Dying because yeah, I went and saw it with the wife and the day. son, and oh man, yeah, oh, I was, that was the best part of the that movie. That was absolutely was dying rolling. when he like like went up onto the glass and then like fell through it and realized he was outside. I was yeah. like, oh man, this is about <laughs> to go down. Yeah, that was good stuff, man. That was hilarious. I liked when uh, when the raccoon was like caught up in the launcher. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> he was about to get burned up. Yeah, that was. That was a good movie, but uh, yeah, I found it on there and watched it, and yeah. quality was good. But that's yeah, good. it's a it's a funny out. movie. It's yeah, super funny. It, um, it does move a little bit fast because it's a little short, but okay. but it's definitely worth it. It's a it's a funny movie, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for the NBA year this year. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, me too. What else you want to touch on, man? You want to talk about the holidays? I mean, obviously, what? got Thanksgiving coming three days, up. man. Yeah, still working. <laughs> it seems like this year went by quick. It did. Oh, I, I think I this feel year like went by kind of fast. By, man. Um, I'm ready. By. I'm ready for the holidays. Yeah, me as well. I'm excited for Christmas this year. Yeah. I don't even know why, because we kind of decided that we're not really doing a whole lot gift wise. Yeah. Um. So I mean, usually in the past, I've been more excited honestly, about wanting stuff. Than honestly, I think that Christmas. I think but. that sort of plays a dynamic in it, though, because I think it sort of takes the stress. Off, maybe off maybe the, you can enjoy the, you know it what i mean because, because you're not so I mean, worried about how, it how stressful is it is to buy for the kids oh yeah not that not, nah, really, not really not really that stressful you know nah. what i mean it's more so of the adults it's like man what do i gotta get them you know what i mean right it's, especially uh, when it's like your it's significant more, other right or it's more thinking of what do i ask for because as an adult true, true. You know what type of toys we like to play True. with. You know what I mean. It ain't, it ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. No. It ain't cheap stuff. So no. you know what I mean. So, no, you never really grow up. Your toys just get more expensive. Get more expensive. That's all it is. That they, really is. They get bigger and more pricey. Because it's man. like for for dudes, it's like you go from video games to cars and right. stuff, or exactly. guns and stuff like that. And girls, it's like you go from Barbies to Coach purses. Right. You know. So expensive makeup. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Especially expensive makeup. You know yeah, I think I, mean? I think I'm excited for that too. I think it's been nice to have a a winter, fall, winter kind of yeah. feel already yeah, out here. Sure. Finally, man. and I'm enjoying that. <laughs> um, yeah, the cabin is going to be fun. Though. Yeah, that's going to be nice. Be, I think that's going to be a blast, and just being able to have a a, a true winter right. feel on Christmas will be the first time in a long time. <laughs> So I think that should be a lot of fun. Um, what movies are coming out soon? Uh, have you seen that Venom? No, I have not. That is a good movie. I, I don't care what the critics Venom. say. That I'm a little is concerned. A good movie. I'm not gonna lie. I was a little bit skeptical when I found out they were doing it in San Francisco. Does that I mean? Didn't does even it, notice. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, does that I work mean, though? Because. Now that you say that, I like, do notice that it was in San Francisco. Okay, now I mean, that you Venom, say that, I mean Venom is a Spider-Man character. So what, what right. is he doing in San Francisco? He's supposed but to be a writer for the Daily Planet. I thought he got Not ran. Daily he got Planet. ran out of the Bugle. He got ran out of the Bugle. He got ran out of New York. Is what the essence of the story is. Oh, so that's the premise. So they, of the story. they touch up on. That. Okay, so then it makes they sense. Touch up on that. Yeah, it yeah. They explain why okay. he's in California okay. in San Francisco. But um, he gets kicked out before he becomes Venom. Correct. When he gets to San Francisco, mm. he's just a writer. He's not Venom. It's not like the Spider-Man 3 where he came to the Bugle, then turned into Venom gotcha. while he worked yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. In yeah. Or shortly after he got that, fired because 
Spider-Man exposed him. Peter Parker exposed him for That's being right. a fake. That's right. He and was he was then plagiarizing, he got, wasn't he? Right. He was taking the pictures and changing them, making them That's look right. like he was stealing money when he wasn't. He That's was, right. Yeah. So he was doing that whole, you know, Photoshop thing, which That's is right. such a huge thing nowadays. But um, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Movie. So that movie sucked so bad that it, I really that was forgot a, about that it. was a terrible movie. Um, but the Venom though. Tom yeah. Hardy, my hat off to you. I liked it. I liked it. I thought he played a good. Yeah, shout out to Tom Hardy, man. I like Tom Hardy. I liked him too. I liked him in uh, what was that? Mad Max. I liked that movie as it was well. O- yeah, it was okay. I, I think that it could have gone a lot deeper. I really hope that they look to, to come back to the series because I thought it was different and yeah. I thought it was cool. Um, and I thought he played it well, but I don't know that he'll ever be able to top Bane. No. Bane, I, mean, I think, was a really good performance from him, um, especially considering he had to wear that fucking mask, mask the, the whole time, time. Uh, just to have to film in something that uncomfortable right, like the totally kind of bothers yeah, exactly. me um, but yeah absolutely I yeah. think that uh, I think that he's a, he's a good actor and, and he's good in this one uh, yes yes okay. he's good in this one I liked it a lot um, I thought it was good man we went and saw it in the theaters totally worth my money I was not mad at it and uh, the way they left it open for another one that's cool Okay, cool. now here's the question though: How would that play? Is it ever even possible for it to play into a Spider-Man movie? If they somehow moved it back to New York, okay, but it didn't make its way to that. But see, that's the thing: is a Venom movie gonna be sequel worthy unless they do move it to New York City? You've got to be able to place that character in his natural habitat. For the essence of, a of the term. movie, I mean, though, in that one, without giving too much away, um, is. Uh, there's the other symbiotes other than Venom. That's the whole essence of the movie. He's okay. not the only one. Okay, so obviously there's, there's gonna more need to be than an one. introduction of so, Carnage at some correct, point in time. Correct, okay, okay. and that's sort of what they hand on at the end of the movie. Is okay. there's more, and you know that from the jump because okay. they get brought back to Earth and then they get you know released and you know all this jazz. So they see. don't crash because I thought like in Spider Man they, they do, crash. They landed. do crash land. Okay, they do crash land, but. Um, one of them escapes, and then they recover two of the other ones, or three of the other ones. I can't remember how okay. there are. I think there's four total. I think they recover three. Do they originate one got as away. different colors? Or, yeah, uh, sort of. Or you they can, all kind of they black? Are, they're all different. Okay. You only see two primarily in the movie, which Venom being one, and then I can't think of the other guy's name. Something silly. I can't think of his name. But they look similar. Okay. I mean, Venom does look black. He's not like a purplish tint or anything like that. And the other one does look dark colored too. You don't see like Carnage, so you don't know if he's going to be full on red. Okay. You know what I okay. mean? So yeah, you don't yeah. really see him like that. But you do see him when they're not attached to a host. And okay. Venom's did look, have like a purplish hue to his okay. symbiote. So it did Which have Which is kind of how the suit was. Right, where it wasn't just black. Yeah, it did it have that, like a purple, yeah, yeah. dark purple, you know, sort of hint to it. But uh, we'll see, man. I hope they do do another one okay. if they do. they don't. I don't necessarily think they have to bring Spider-Man into that universe to keep... Uh, but to how at least they... do a second one. Okay. To at least do a second one. I mean, if you want to keep the event, yeah, you got to. Well, you have to. It's Peter you have Parker. To, you it's have his, to it's bring his... the element of the black suit in it. Exactly. So. I mean, the black suit was such such a milestone in the Spider-Man world. Yeah, speaking of Spider-Man, uh, you're going to go see that new animated Spider-Man into the Oh, into the Spider-Verse? Into the, yeah, into the Spider-Verse. They had me in the preview until the pig. 
So I'm just throwing that out there right off the bat. Marvel, if you're listening, which you're probably not, and I totally get it. But if you by chance are, you lost me with the pig. Yeah, they sort of. Shouts out to Miles Morales, though. Yeah, I think that the, I think that his finally. character is super dope, yeah. and I think that it is long overdue for that character to be finally given the true level of spotlight that he deserves. Because he is everything that Peter Parker was, and then some, including yep. the powers that he possesses. Yeah, um, because the spider that he was bitten by, as we all know, was more modified than. The one that bit Peter Parker. Um, so I think that that's awesome. The fact that he can do the cloaking. The fact that he has the electric shock and right. things like that. I think they're dope. I think that every suit I've ever seen in any of the comic books is There's, uber dope. Right, exactly. Um, it's, it's like amazing. a black suit with red, red webbing. Right. <laughs> super, super dope suits. Um, so I think that that is cool. I will more than likely see it only because I have a four-year-old. <laughs> and I think that he is super excited for it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to lie, we've been doing a lot of like family movie nights, and I, cool. I've enjoyed all of them. I've had a That's lot sweet, of fun. Man. That's cool. Um, we That's went and about. saw um, The Nutcracker recently. Okay. I mean, yeah. I it's not it. really my cup of tea. However, I did enjoy it, but I don't think that its story was as good as it, as it portrayed itself to be. I think the numbers have shown that in what it's done. Still had a great time, but... Yeah. Movie could have been better, but it was cool. It was a cool movie. The costume design in the movie is awesome. Um, There's a certain suit that the young girl wears where it's like a soldier suit, and the way that the light hits it, you don't necessarily notice it at first until she gets it wet um, from being in, like, water, Um, but the suit is made out of, like, crushed green velvet. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's a super, super dope suit. Um, This is a good game. Yeah, it is. Um, But the, the, the suits are cool. The costume design is cool. Not the greatest movie. We did just go see The Grinch, though. And I don't care that? if you got kids or no kids, bro. I've, you need to go see yeah, The Yeah, I was about to say, I've that, heard I would nothing, go see it again. Nothing but good things. Like, I, like, we literally saw it last week. I would literally go see it again. If somebody was like, yo, you want to go that see good. The Grinch? Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, let's go see hmm. it. Like, I enjoyed it. Every minute of it, from I've, beginning to end, it was one really, really good movie. I actually, personally, I like it much better than the Jim Carrey Live action version, gotcha. um, which to a certain extent I don't think is really saying much. Not I mean, really. I mean, completely honest, I was never a huge Grinch fan. Um, I was never a huge Christmas movie fan, though. Okay. So, okay. I so I was that. never really into those. But I'm with you on the Jim Carrey live action. Grinch he was just one. too obnoxious as the Grinch was, in that yeah, one. Just for too me, much. Just, yeah, it yeah, was too much, too much Jim Carrey. The original animated one, I did watch that obviously when and of I was course, a kid. Yeah, but that's a classic. But this one kind of takes, um, it. It's not such a doom and gloom like the okay. like the like original, the original one. It is. Was very, yeah. It's very kind of dark. He's very sinister. Yeah, very, very sad. Evil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, in this one, it's more like he's a loner. Gotcha. Um, okay. Without trying to give too much of the plot line away, it, they do kind of address that like he grew up alone, and so he was really more of a loner as opposed to the original story where although he, he kind of was alone, obviously, he sort of hated people, yeah, he though. sort of was more yeah, he, he was, was more filled resentful. with hate. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah. With this version, he's just more like a guy who lives by himself. He still obviously doesn't like Christmas. I mean, it's yeah. let's keep it real. It's the the story does That's, follow. Yeah. You know, that he does try to steal Christmas. However, the premise behind him is he still seems like a decent dude, like yeah, a cool gotcha. dude. 
he's just bitter about Christmas because of how he grew up. Gotcha. And so that's why it kind of changes that, but it ties that dynamic in really well. Um, they do make a couple of um, creative differences in the storyline um, as far as like Cindy Lou Who and her mom. Um, but it ties it in really well. It really brings the movies and the characters into today's day and age, okay. uh, into roles that are really um, realistic and believable. Yeah. Um, the movie is funny. I mean, <laughs> it's <laughs> funny. I mean, the dynamic between him and his dog is really good. Um, when they bring in the super fat reindeer from the previews, mm-hmm. that that is really good and funny. Um, yeah, I, I can't I can't yeah, say enough I, good things about it. the movie. That's I thought good, it was an excellent that's movie. Good. Yeah, I would go see it again. Um, my son enjoyed it a lot. Uh, wow. He had an Tasha. awesome time um, watching it. We had a really good time. A lot of laughs. Um, so you know, it it was that's uh, good, man. It was good. That's cool. That's real cool. I don't know too many other movies that are coming out the end of this year though. Before the new year, I can't. Oh, Creed two. Yep, you do have Creed two coming out. No, I can't um, lie. Um, I have not seen the first Creed. Shame on you. That so, is a that is a good movie. But, but have you seen all the Rocky movies? No, man. Oh, I'm just see? see. I'm not into those movies like that. I'm not. Though. I'm not gonna I mean, say call I'm me a crazy because I know a lot of people are. But I'm just really not into the Rocky movies. Really? I've seen, man. I've seen maybe a handful of them. Really? Um, and I thought that you know they were decent movies. But I just have never gotten into Rocky movies. Uh, I find them to be borderline um, really unrealistic. And so it's, it's kind of hard for me to buy into them because they're very much rah-rah, the underdog. That is the whole premise Tends to of win the story. more than not. And, I'm, and I get it. That's the you, you know, you wanna, the You want to be felt And he did take his L's fuzzy. every now and then. Well, of the course. Rocky I mean, movies. in the original Rocky, he didn't win. You got to knock the hero down to build them back up. I guess. But that, in this case, it's premise. like he's had six movies under the Rocky movie name, and now he's got two yes. movies under the Creed name. Which I have not seen the last Rocky movie. I have to... Six? Yeah, I've not seen that one. Is that's that the, the one, one where, where he's, he's training the guy? I don't. I think that's the one where. Is that the one where he? I heard he fights in the street. I think that's yeah, the, the I think that's the one where he's training. He's a he. I think that was his first foray into being a trainer in the Rocky series, and he was training some other heavyweight. So I haven't seen that. I'm not but, a huge Rocky because the first one he loses to Apollo, them. right? Right. The second one he beats Apollo because right. they do a rematch. The third one is the, the third big one is Mr. Russian T, guy. or is that the, is it? Yeah, I think the third one is, is Mr. Mr. T. T. Which f- one's the Russian guy? Then? I think that's Rocky four or five. Four or five. Okay. It's been a long time since I've seen them, to say the least. Yeah, and like I said, I've never seen any of them. I only basically know of them, but I've never you seen them. You gotta check out Creed, though, man. Creed, Creed is a good movie. Creed okay. is a good movie. Um, I probably will see the second one. In theaters? I don't know if I'll go did that Did you see far. the first one in theaters? I did. Okay. I did see the first one okay. in theaters. Um, I probably will see the second one in theaters, only because my lady likes going to the movies a lot, so. Okay. I we sort of, you know what I mean? We sort of look for movies to go see. Um. It's one of our like key things to go do, but there is a I don't know about many other movies this year that I really want to go see. And that one comes out pretty soon, doesn't Thanksgiving, it? I think, this week, honestly. So Wednesday? I think so. They might do a 
maybe it's Wednesday, Thursday night showing. Maybe it's a Wednesday night showing for Thanksgiving. I'm not too sure. Honestly, that's still a movie that I need to see though. Is Halloween? The new oh, one that just the came Michael out. Myers. Yeah, I heard that one's pretty good. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, so I can't go see any scary movies what? unless I go by myself because my girl. Your girl does not, go? Yeah, she does not nah, do, she scary do scary movies. So she doesn't do it because she's they freak her out, or she doesn't do them because she finds them so unrealistic oh, no, that they're funny. Like terrified. Yeah, scared of scary movies. Uh, okay. They scare her, so she's okay. not about that life. I understand, but. Um, yeah, so any scary movies I have to watch after they no come out shit. on DVD. See, me, I'm not a good person <laughs> to see scary movies at the theater with because uh, I find them unrealistically humorous. Oh, yeah, so you'll laugh at the scary So movies. I laugh at the shit, I get you, right? Get you. <laughs> I'm sort of the same way, in a the, sense. Not the kind of person you want to put in no, a scary movie theater. Off, yeah, they get all butthurt because they yeah, get caught up in that like, shit. Yeah, exactly. And they want to watch that shit. But I'm not one to get legitimately scared, really, at ever. Scary movies don't scare me anymore. When I was I a kid, you. it was different, I but now, um, like, I just saw that new It, or not new, but the newest It, mm, I just saw yes. that recently. And what'd you think? I thought it was good. Okay. Um, ooh, I Aquaman. Did, I, Aquaman is ooh, coming out. Okay, no, not too excited about that one. Not too excited Not about too excited Aquaman. about that one. I saw the previews. I think they look good. Will I go see it in theaters? Probably not, honestly. Okay. Just because I'm not a DC fan not like that. You. Never was probably never will be i do check their movies out after they do come out on um red box though okay so i will do that okay what about the bumblebee movie i think that's coming out too i did What's just your... see the trailer for that when we were we just saw venom i just saw the trailer for okay. that okay what's your opinion uh, i'm a little torn but i think it looks good it's not michael bay doing it anymore is it I don't think so. It didn't look as over the top as a Michael Bay Transformers movie yeah, would be. Yeah, knows what Michael Bay movies are. Um, so uh, saying that, that makes me a little more excited for it. Do um, you feel like there's going to be a lot of plot holes created due to the fact that... It's pre-everything? Well, not to mention, have you seen uh, Transformers The Last Night? That's the one where Optimus, Optimus Prime gets like mind control. Basically, by, yeah. By that queen. I'm trying to think... Is that the one with the Dinobots? No, that's the one before. The one with the Dinobots is the first Mark Wahlberg one. This is the second Mark Wahlberg one. The The last movie was the one where they uh, basically address, spoiler alert, they address the fact that Earth is Unicron. And that's why the horns are showing up all over the Earth, is because Unicron is basically trying to um, take over the Earth or something along those lines. Okay. And then this one involves... Uh, basically um, the idea that the Transformers have been around since the days of King Arthur and Merlin knew a, the, you know, a Transformer and asked them for help and things like that. This does like not that. sound any familiar to me, so no. I don't think I There's have There's a scene where they movie. go into like a, a submarine in England and the submarine actually turns out to be a Transformer that's alive and they no. go underwater. Okay, Never so you need that. to see that one. Never seen Because see, that. the concern that I have about that one is in that movie... Um, they talk about the Transformers as if they've been around since the days of King Arthur, right? Right. Well, my beef with that, though, is... How is they Bumblebee? Show, right. How does he play into this new movie if they're showing scenes that basically he was part of a special division in the U.S. Army that helped take out, take out Hitler and Nazi Germany? Well, it makes sense if... Because I don't think that necessarily correlates because if Transformers were here on Earth back then... But not all of them were here, obviously. Right. 
the one with Bumblebee, it seems like Optimus Prime sent him down here. Right, but Optimus has been here too. Like the way that they make it appear but is he, that they've been here for a while. It seems like he was already back. He was already like, if he did come before, then he's already gone back. Because in the previews for that Bumblebee movie, it makes it seem like Optimus Prime is still on Cybertron. Which is weird because it... Uh, Fighting the war against... But what's weird though is the in the previous movies, they made it sound like they all fled at the same time, including a scene I it thought did. where it did show them fleeing Cybertron. Cybertron. And they thought it was destroyed. Because um, Dark of the Moon, they have a scene in there where they're all fleeing Cybertron and they have the pillars and their ship gets hit. And the the ship that has the pillars crashes, crashes. on the dark side and of the that's moon. Where, that's where what's that's where name? Sentinel Prime yeah, Sentinel was basically Prime was resting in. the whole time. Yeah, it was Correct. In the ship. But they all fled at the same time. Optimus, Bumblebee, Sentinel Prime, and all of them had fled at the same time. So maybe at the end of this movie, Bumblebee ends up going back. Why go back if you're already at Earth? Like why go to the but beginning then, if you're already at the finish? Line? I don't know. It seems like there is. So that's be a why lot I'm of kind of concerned about it. And then we'll have to wait and see. And then you turned him into a Volkswagen bug. Can we not that's have to have Herbie 2018? Like me. I don't want Herbie 2018 so because honestly, now we have another Volkswagen. So honestly, bug. I literally thought it was going to be a Herbie movie when I first started seeing the trailer. Oh really? Yeah, because it shows it off like a girl in a VW. Correct. And I totally thought, oh Herbie, like that's exactly what I thought. And then it ended up being Bumblebee, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, you could have at least gave me, like, I don't know, a Chevy Classic or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's funny. Like, like 55 <laughs> Chevy or something, big-ass checker cab. You know what I mean? What's like, crazy about it, too, Give me though, a Chevy like, 2 Nova. <laughs> like, there's a scene where she's, like, looking under the car, and, like, it's an arm, and, like, the arm falls yeah, off. Yeah, and then, like, his, like, But he, I like, thought that one, like, every other like movie that they've done, when they transform into the vehicle form, it's a true... Car. It appears to be a true vehicle like form. And it's not as if you bought the toy. Like clearly, I understand yeah. that the transformer that is drawn and animated, like the original Transformers and some of the new Transformer series, or computer generated, right. like the Beast Wars series Transformers and whatnot, and then of course the movies. Yeah, I understand that if I'm buying a toy based on that, you're going to see the toys pieces. Right. But in the movie, you don't see the pieces. So yeah. why now all of a sudden do, do I we need see, to the see the pieces? I don't want to see the pieces. No, I want to see the motor. This thing is I, supposed I to be a real anatomically correct as if it's a car because exactly. it's truly in hiding. It's a right. robot in disguise. A robot's not disguised if I look under the car and I see an arm instead of an exhaust pipe. So <laughs> at what point in time am I supposed to get excited about this Bumblebee movie? Exactly. I just don't have it. No. So I agree with you on that one. I no. just don't have it. I think that quite honestly, other than... The opportunity for this Spider-Man movie to make money. I think we've kind of uh, we're entering the cold period of movie going for the rest of the year. Um, for the rest of this year? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. This I year definitely. It. Next year is a firecracker of a year. I mean, honestly though, like, what movies do you really get excited about other than Marvel movies? I think it depends on what kind of movies you enjoy. Some movies um, they've been hitting. Some like. A lot of movies I've been wanting to go see, I just really haven't gotten around to them. Right. Um, like, I did want to see Black Klansman when I it came out. I did see that, too. I didn't get a chance to see it. I still want to see it. But that type of movie, to me, would be a good movie to see in the theaters. Yeah. Um, Superfly, when it came out, which I know it's a remake, but I still wanted to see that movie. It looked interesting. Just never got around to it. Gotcha. So, I, th- I, th- I think that there's still quality movies out there. I just don't think that they're in 2018. No, that's true. That's true. But I mean, let's keep it real. 2019 is going to be owned by Marvel. By Marvel. Again. So you're going to have 
Captain Marvel. Uh, Avengers. Avengers 4. Part 2. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Is, is it officially Avengers 4? I don't even think they have a name really locked in yet. Is it? Is it Avengers? Because it's Avengers Infinity War and then Avengers 4, Avengers Infinity War Part 2. Right. Who knows? Um, Infinity War is like, coming back from the dust. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, of course, you're going to have Spider-Man. Yes, which I'm excited about. Although I heard that there's going to be a time jump. What's your what's your opinion on that? Uh, I don't know. I guess it depends on how it is. I haven't looked up too many details on this new one. Because you got to figure um, that it's got to be post whatever happens in Captain Marvel. Post whatever correct. happens in Avengers 4. But Captain Marvel is going to be a prequel. Correct. That's but set you, back in the day. So, But that's going to be the movie that... Everything's pretty much post That immediately that. precedes Avengers 4. So there has to be a tie-in somehow, some way. That's true. At the end, I would assume and I think it's going to be more than a post-credit scene. I think so. I think it's going to be like an end. It has to be because Avengers scenes. Infinity War ended with. A, I know it was a post-credit scene in Avengers Infinity War, but in Avengers Infinity War, it ended with the beginning of a character that we're now going to time jump back to understand. I'm a little peeved by that as well. Um, origin story yeah we can talk about that in another episode um i don't want to drag this one out too much but i'm a little bit peeved at the idea that we've had these characters that we've grown to know and love for so long and it's going to take a character that's one movie in that's going to basically save the entire world because characters that we've fallen in love with over 10 years all of a sudden have met their match ultimately it just seems a bit weird and that we've got to do a time jump in order to even include this new character into the situation. So I'm a little bit peeved about that. Sort of. Another sort topic. but of. Yeah, I get it. I think 2019 will be a big uh, a big year. Uh, any predictions? I think we, we should end the episode on that there. Uh, any predictions going into 2019? Anything. Any any predictions? What's the, what's the prediction you see about 2019? Something crazy that mm. might happen or... Uh, a sporting crazy. event or something in 2019 that you think is really going to be the uh, the thing that defines 2019. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, there's almost so much to think about. Is there going to be a okay? Here's is there going to be a, some type of information for a PlayStation Five? 2019? Well, they are not. They are skipping E3. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about that next, next episode. We'll get into some video games in the next, next episode, episode for sure. sure. We'll um, touch up on those. Yeah, because we got to go over Spider Man. We got to go over Red Dead. We do a whole episode. We got to go over God of War. We got to go over the pending uh, video game awards. We're going to go over really that South digging. Park. Stick yeah, we'll truth. talk about that. I got we'll that, talk man. about whatever. I liked it. We'll talk um, about whatever on that video game front. Okay, so here's one more specifically then to end the conversation today. You've got Captain Marvel, you've got Avengers 4, you've got Spider-Man. Which of those three movies is going to be the biggest movie for Marvel? Oh, Avengers. Hands down. That's okay. easy. That's enough said. So, so Avengers, Spider-Man, Captain America, or Captain Marvel in that order? Even though they're not chronologically in that order, you feel like sales-wise they'll be in that order? Or do you think that Captain Marvel being the first out 
I think he's going to have the best opportunity I, I to think be it, second place because you know they're not going to be first. It won't be first. No, place. I don't think it will be Avengers. I think it's going to be a t- locked in for that. I mean, everybody got it. It's like a to be continued at, at the last movie. True. You have to come back Saturday morning to see that next True. episode. Yeah, you know no, what I, I mean? You. I feel you. You know what I mean? I feel you. New generation kids don't understand what that means. They don't but, understand Saturday you morning. You know what cartoons. I mean? Rushing to the couch. You know what I mean? Rushing to the kitchen, get some food real quick before you miss that. The days. You know what I mean? I mean, but anyways, um, Captain Marvel will have a good outing, I believe. Oh, I believe, I so, believe too. so too, and mostly because you've got to figure out how she's going to be able to tie exactly. This all and I think the, the the fact that she ties into the Avengers is the fact that it's going to be huge because mm-hmm. people want to see. Okay, what does it do? How does it I tie agree. in? It's not just its own little you know standalone. Eh, it doesn't really make a difference in the story. This makes a huge difference Absolutely. in the story. I agree. So I think people have to see it. And that's going to make Spider-Man sort of bring up the rear okay. um, and third. Um, but I'll still go see that for sure. That's a day one sure. opener for me. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely, tradition. Definitely <laughs> opening weekend. I don't know if I can do those 12 o'clock midnight showings anymore. I don't, <laughs> I'm just too old for that. Nah, man, I get it. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's going to be it for today's episode. Uh, I think that next week we'll get into some video games, probably some more current events, figure out what's going on in today's world. Um Maybe touching a little bit of politics. We'll discuss maybe some of the results from the midterms. Maybe some surprises, thoughts, oh, yeah. uh, things like that. Um, so uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to us, hanging out with us for this time. And, I appreciate uh, it. First show, first show. First man. show in. I think first it show. feels good. It does. Um, just to finally get out there and yeah. just put it out there. Um, get the feet wet. You know, and, and see where this takes us. Uh, once again... Uh, This is Frank Jackson, your host of Where Was I Going With This, a podcast that's going to cover just about any and everything that we can think of at that moment in time. So thanks for uh, for enjoying us. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving, and uh, you'll hear from us soon again. Signing off. All right.